0: Log Talk Radio. I don't need you with a bad leg doing a break. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg.
1: Hey, I'm here with Iron Mike Tyson. What did you think of the Royal Rumble match? What do you think of Stone Cold? man. Cold Stone is my man. He won.
0: Gallows Anderson nerds. Yeah, we are driving. What's next for the Battle Club? Um. Well, I think Prince Devitt, are (laughs) up. world domination, there you go. I think Finn Balor's going to
1: win the Elimination Chamber for one day. Mark Henry going right to Ahmed Johnson. And Mark Henry is handling the big Johnson with those clubbing tree-like arms. McMahon, I got a question for you. What's that? What's the name for the two bomb angels? Uh,
2: Unfortunately, I... uh,
1: I can't speak Japanese all that well. They, I mean, I might want to date later tonight, and I might want to approach one of these girls. What do I call them, a bomb angel? Well, oh, let's call the one in the ring pink, and the one out on the apron, let's call her red, I guess. Oh, that's real clever. Well, what else are you going to do? Pink in the ring the Pink Angel. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Yeah, the British Bulldogs have got a history in Royal Rumbles, and tonight, I'm going to remake history by winning this night's Royal Rumble tonight, because I'm bizarre. This is WrestleCast Radio, with your host, Ryan Cook. Three, four weeks in a row on SmackDown. The Bloods and Brothers or the Usos would wrestle, and then they would cross paths with the next team would wrestle in the following match. Yeah. And now the Usos are wrestling the New Day. Did they forget? Like once again, who doesn't read this stuff? That oh, oh man, I'm so mad.
2: And Alex Mello. You know where he'll win a Last Man Standing match, a Garage, or uh, garbage can match, <laughs> or you know, ambulance <laughs> an in a pole match. You know, like. <laughs> Escape death you Like, deathmatch? Are we even going to even get that showdown where Braun finally goes over? I think that's a bigger passing of the torch. Instead of Brock and Roman, it should be Brock and Strowman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once
1: again to episode 69 of WrestleCast Radio. We have breaking news. Shuji Ishikawa from the Champions Carnival is in the building, apparently. What's up, (laughs)
0: Shuji?
2: After your uh, all-star
1: impersonation in the screening room, I couldn't resist doing it one more time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My doppelganger, uh, I, I might say. My God. It was like looking <laughs> into a mirror in, in that match uh, just from uh, yesterday at the Carnival, uh, Champions Carnival at All Japan. Yes, Alex Mello watched something other than New Japan, NXT, uh, Evolve, Beyond Wrestling, WWE. I'm finally expanding my horizons into more confusion and, and lighting levels.
0: <laughs> my God, Alex- the
2: lighting levels during these matches were insane. <laughs> you know, in the last... 8 days 9 days i've watched beyond
1: wrestling evolve uh all Japan pro wrestling you've seen god what else have we watched <laughs> it's it's been awesome a lot of Matt
2: riddle <laughs> and, and yes yeah, and to be honest the beyond wrestling is what i go to a lot i talk a lot to people about beyond wrestling like you think this is crazy but it actually totally works and talked about the wrestlemania match the mixed tag match with Trip Steph Engel and, of course, a Rowdy Rhonda, um, which I will not be saying that with uh, any uh, jerkness behind the tone anymore because she definitely deserves um, all the praise over the last few weeks. But uh, yeah, this has been uh, an interesting trek, that is for sure.
1: We, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna happen. We will have wrestling for dummies soon. Yes. There's so much wrestling. And there's so much we so, soon we gotta start we gotta start getting into stardom. Stardom just had a draft. And when I say stardom just had a draft, uh, Queen's Whoa. Quest, uh Widow Tie and the Stardom Army factions drafted wrestlers to their factions to basically ensue a faction war. Which Whoa. is Incredible, blew my mind. I I even saw uh, one of the dirt sheets actually had a had a review on Stardom. Uh, it was one that we frequent, Alex. Uh, okay. They don't give us any credit, so I'm not giving them any. I'm not plugging them, but <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. I was like, wow, that is even on there. So it it's it's could be a work in progress. I can't wait to talk just a ton of stuff. Whoa, um, it's, of it's like, even
2: called a rebirth. That's even like a a, a baller tastic <laughs> name for an event. <laughs>
1: It's oh, it's just tremendous. I can't wait to see it, especially after some of the matches that they they had. I sent I sent our group chat some, some gifts from the one of the mains who was Miley Watani against Tony Storm and she gave her four consecutive pile drivers. I'm like I think I think somebody in Louisiana is having a heart attack right now. If this was <laughs> if this was happening <laughs> WrestleMania weekend. Um uh, oh, sticking with Japan, middle of the show. We're talking uh the first couple couple shows of the All Japan champion carnival. We're gonna kinda break this week by week here because it's it is a, it is a long watch and and yeah. when you're not as invested in these guys as you are you know with with the g1 it's it was a little harder trying to get into it more than i wanted to and i didn't want to just have it running and not really watch it myself either so i went a couple i want i think the first two shows so we'll we'll talk a couple though to, to talk them for everybody um, Alex checked out the the first two Road to Don't Talk To shows, you said?
2: Uh, the main events, yes. So so <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have Alex break
1: down these main events. Uh, on top of talking those main events, um, we're going to kind of break down the full tour preview starting next Monday. Uh, it It will get good. There's going to be, I yes. think, six shows all with titles, different title matches headlining these shows. So we're going to kind of talk just the the main couple matches from each one of these shows starting next Monday, uh, like I said. Also, uh, ROH Supercard of Honor 12, we were finally able to watch it, thankfully, because the Honor Club decided it wanted to work a week later. Uh, so we'll break down that as well, all the fallout from the Bullet Club and ensuing feuds. Uh, so a lot, a lot kind of going into Fall too. Third Fall tonight, obviously, Raw Smackdown from last week, where the WrestleMania post-shows, the season kickoffs, if you will, and yes, Superstar yes. Shake-Up starting tonight. Uh, I want to get Alex's thoughts on this, too, when we get to it. Who should move? Who should stay put? Kind of what are we
2: expecting from tonight and tomorrow? So that'll all be in the third Fall.
1: Do we get As normal?
2: Generico in NXT? I don't know. Maybe uh, we will find out. Hey, we got a Kevin Steen
1: shirt. We got a Kevin Steen uh, Pro Wrestling tease store now. Yes,
2: yes. (laughs) Very limited. Limited time. This is episode number
1: 700 on this network, on this channel, uh, which blew my mind when I created this episode today that it said 700. Wow. So, since February of 2015, when this all started with SportsCast, 700 episodes later, here we are. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so I, I can't believe how much radio that has been uh, been done. But uh, thanks for all the support, guys. As always, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Radio, tune in here on the Blog Talk, the whole nine yards. Uh, yes, thank you, thank you. You guys are making it worth it. But, yeah, um, I don't have a lot of news and rumors, so we'll get to them first right after break here. If I miss anything, Alex will pick up the pace like normal. But first, Alex has got to tell you once again about the great, the great, the great solution of FML Solutions, Alex. This is, this oh, is your is yeah, oh, yeah. baby. So we're going to hit you with that. Hit you with a break. Come back. We'll be right back. WrestleCast.
2: Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions yeah. offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative gear stand. Most
1: people... Would consider this illegal.
0: Illegal. illegal. What was mere
1: vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate. Baby, you get strong foul media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company. And I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing, needs standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got Wrestlecast. We got your sports knowledge covered with Sportscast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are strong style.
0: Just respect my Just respect my Just respect my Just respect my
2: You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run, they have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of the Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pints' Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the pop culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at StrongStyle Media. We are conglomerates. What are
0: we looking at here? Lists all over this safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. Twenty-four-seven trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, list.
2: Who can play at this game? What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic.
0: What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara. Safe words, Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs>
1: WrestleCast Radio. Alex, I gotta oh, ask you real quick.
2: War Raiders theme? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I was going to. <laughs>
1: now, has it been confirmed if the, the War Raiders are War Machine?
2: Yes, that, that is their their new gimmicks. Uh, first thing I thought of was like, wow, they're bringing that awesome MTV show back from <laughs> the afternoons. Are you talking about Room Raiders? Oh, that's... Oh, I thought it was... War, oh, man. I just thought it was a nice, you know, Viacom, you know, kind of deal, merger there, Viacom. and.
1: You remember the room, room? room Raiders, where they'd be sitting there, and they're like, all right, now we're going to the meat and potatoes, as I always say. It's time to go to the bedroom, and it's like... And they show them all in, like, a little room, and they're like,
0: oh, no, they're going to go in there! they eh! freaking out. Anyway... <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> being this was uh, you know usually I try to throw out some old crazy WCW theme I had one and then somehow I stumbled onto that theme and I was I, I couldn't believe how terrible it was especially <laughs> with the lyrics um, do you
2: know whose entrance theme that was Alex I'm hoping it's not Ricochet's, but um, no, I'm, I'm very perplexed and, and confused on why it's 2018 and that's somebody's current wrestling theme. Now, now to, to give a better hint, it was probably 10 years ago, so he's not current. Oh, okay.
1: i say his wife, I think, sung at one of the WrestleManias, maybe.
2: Hmm. I am going to have to say, ten years ago, wife. Wow, is who's married to Michelle Williams? She's saying, "I'm gonna go." Oof. His wife's singer. How about that? His wife's what? Wife, oh, is it David Otonga? David Otonga's team. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. That sucks. He said, "When when I look at you, I see a no one. When you look at me, yeah, you see a someone." I <laughs> went, "Yep,
2: going on for sure." Man. David Otonga,
1: in the words of Saul. How do you
2: onto that? How do you randomly just stumble on, onto that, right? i gonna play
1: Public Enemies WW or WCW theme, but I he said, Ten, nine, eight, six, seven, party all night till 11, Six, five, four, three, two. and then I was like, "This sucks." And then all of a sudden, it was like just sitting there, like like a
2: like a prize. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, My God, sucks. you know what's crazy? it's Public I Enemy mean, was almost as uh, was just as over in WCW as <laughs> as ECW. Such <laughs> so a didn't. sad caricature but hey, they made they made a, a crap ton of money. R.I.P. to both. Uh, speaking of crap ton of money. Next Friday, the 27th, the
1: greatest Royal Rumble ever will be taking place at noon Central Time, I believe, on the WWE Network. The, on Avengers Day.
0: This, oh, it is. Mm.
1: Might have to wait till Saturday to watch the Royal Rumble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're saying get ready for a long show.
0: I looked Six at hours. the... Uh,
1: I looked at the layout. It's going to be run with the traditional Royal Rumble format, yeah, so it's two guys' Entresses out all, two minutes for entrances, I believe, fifty wrestlers that's that's at least an hour. it's it's at least longer than an uh, hour and a half
0: for that yeah. match
1: just <laughs> <Like>, entrance <laughs> and then I think every title is gonna be defended so there's gonna be like nine men
2: but not the women's titles, of course. Oh, can they not go to Saudi Arabia? I I don't believe so. I I, I believe one of them stated in an interview they will not be heading out there. All right. Maybe they'll run a house show or something. I don't know. And you know what? It would probably outsell that uh, 205 Live house show. I guarantee it. If they would have marketed this like in January during the whole Rumble, you know, con, you know, formation and whatnot. And if they would have planted like a special, like in a wrestling town, like a Philadelphia, Chicago, L.A., uh, New York, obviously, Jersey, Boston. If you would have done it in one of those cities and, and did a weekend of it, I guarantee in a five 6,000-seat venue, it would have sold. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, um, but they deserve the weekend off too. So,
1: <laughs> looking at this card, um, they they have announced as well that the winner of the tournament of, of the the greatest Royal Rumble is going to get a trophy. Be a lot of
2: money. What? No, nope, just another trophy. <laughs> so you're saying <laughs> you know, the majority of these these athletes are traveling well over, especially from Orlando, seven thousand one hundred eighty-seven miles, Ryan. From uh-huh. Orlando to Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, for a trophy that they're going to be responsible bringing back from Saudi Arabia all the way back to America. Is that a rib? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I want to know how they're going
1: to get home. Uh, who's going to deliver it? I'm looking at it right now. I'm actually going to. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, let's let's see. Let's copy the link. Maybe that'll work. I'm going to send it. Send it to you right now. Uh, the link to this of uh, the the tweet. Oh, so they already uh, have
2: the the trophy sketch out.
1: Yep, it's uh, they, there's a big now advertisement showing, you know, it's it's got, oh, I mean, who's on here? It's <laughs> it shows Triple H, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Zack Ryder, Chris Jericho, Sin Cara, and Braun Strowman in one row. Don't
2: understand why <laughs> Rusev's back in the casket match or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, Cena's on your Dan O'Brien, Ro- so a
1: bunch of these guys are on there. And then in the center of it is a big trophy. Oh, man. Uh, there's big yeah. shows on this. Kane's on there. Ty Dillinger's probably going to be number 10. Uh, I see Shelton Benjamin, Titus O'Neil, Apollo, New Day, Roman, Nakamura. So, I mean, they got uh, Dan O'Brien. Yep, a bunch yep. of people on there. Um
2: is is this just kind of a who cares now that this is the win? Well, and the thing is, is the I mean, are, are the people that are going to be in the singles matches going to be in the rumble as well? Do you think? Because Trips and Cena are facing off. Of course, Lesnar and Reigns are facing off in the Steel Cage. Uh, uh the what is it a, a four way for the top, for the IC strap? Are they? Do you think going to be involved as well? They may have to, um,
1: because like. Well, it, Think think of this. If you're gonna have, what? Like, let's let's just pull up this card here. Um, I'm just gonna pull the whole damn card up. You know, you, so we have we know we have Reigns and Lesnar. Uh, we know we have Balor, Joe, Rollins, and Miz. Uh, I believe it's is is this Raw thing? Yes, yeah, the bar against whoever wins tonight for the tag titles. That's in Saudi Arabia, right? <laughs>
2: Jesus, <laughs> that's just insane. Uh, I, I mean, what's the what are they, are they going to get a significant pay raise? Do you think from this, or is this hey, it's for the company you're going no matter what? You're going to endure all this it, bad travel.
1: If it's if it's one of their their dates, I guess on their contract, I I don't think they have a
2: choice.
1: Jeez.
2: Do they start a new tour then That Monday God
1: Could you imagine Well I mean I
2: guess if they ditch house shows And they just come right back Because I guess they would come back In time <laughs> I mean It's crazy The kickoff
1: show Starts at 12 Eastern So 11 it's going to be an hour
2: Mm -hmm. Um, it says,
1: as of this writing, there's no clear indication on how long the show will be, but advertisements have it said uh, that all major WWE titles minus the two women's ones will be on the line. Um, Undertaker John Cena, or Undertaker Chris Jericho in a casket match, John Cena Triple H, Bludgeon Brothers Usos, The Miz, Rollins, Balor, and Joe, Lesnar, Roman, and a 50-man battle royal. Uh, Obviously, Mm -hmm. then we get... The bar versus, I'm assuming, Hardy and Wyatt. I don't know. I mean, or Revival. I mean, spoiler alert for our rock coverage, whatever. But, it, I mean, that's a lot. One, two, three, four, five. That's six matches and then a night, you know, an almost an hour and 40-minute Royal Rumble.
2: Jesus, yeah. It's obviously going to go well over, what, two and a half hours, one would think. Just the entrances, then you're going to have the, the big payoff, you know, towards the last what, 20 competitors, you know, until you have the climax of your match?
1: you you got to figure with kickoff show and that Royal Rumble with everything, the bells and whistles, that's
2: three hours just for the kickoff and that.
1: And then you still have
2: six title matches. So So the show might go five hours. Oh, easily, easily. And that's not even counting, you know, Probably, the, that's not counting the pre-show, probably. Um, well, But then again, maybe they don't have to since they have to absorb all that talent. The crazy thing is, is after SmackDown in Rhode Island, tomorrow night, mind you, they have a show in Cape Town, South Africa, Wednesday night. Then Thursday night as well. Right before the, the greatest Royal, uh, or leading up into the week before the greatest Royal Rumble.
1: So if I'm on Raw tonight, I hope to God I don't get stuck shooken up and go to SmackDown because then I get to go and do this tour?
2: Yeah. And then Hell there's well. also... Yeah, it's crazy. So you're going to be as... Man, I don't know.
1: It, it's going to be interesting. And here's the thing is if this is a flop.
2: You know, how,
1: how mad do you think talent's going to be? How mad is Vince going to be if they go through all these bells and whistles and, and it's flops? I mean... I'm assuming they have to know what the crowd size is going to be.
2: Yeah, I'm sure I mean, they 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 probably worked out a deal where I'm sure some of the businesses, a la you know back in the day at, at uh, during Mania four and five, you know when they would have them at Trump Casino or even WrestleMania nine, a lot of that was probably for their their heavy hitters, if you will, the VIPs, uh, you know, travelers and and such like that. Since the WWE is a worldwide commodity now, more than what even was 30 years ago.
1: So, this is pretty interesting. But if you can actually make it to the show, then you'll be pleasantly surprised for the price of admission. Tickets for the big showcase start as low well as $2, going up to $80 for VIP. That might sound wow. ridiculous compared to take the prices in the United States shows, but wait, there's more. The $80 ticket also comes with free food, coffee, tea, soda, and other refreshments. Just add up the price of your ticket and concessions for any WWE show, and it's liable to be well over $80. And nothing was even delivered to your seat.
2: Wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. Well, um, <laughs> we shouldn't we should uh, next year. We shouldn't go to uh, Russell Kingdom. We'll go to the Greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> I can't wait to spend eighty bucks for a ringside seat and get tea and finger foods. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: seriously
2: you're traveling that much yeah i'd be a little peeved but hey but you could also look at it as you know a, a new life experience yes i'm sure i'm hoping they don't have to pay for this travel unless do you think they are uh expecting their talent to pay ryan i would hope not i would hope I that would if they for anything it's <laughs> just like
1: when they do their rental car and hotel or something
2: yeah like
1: but not a not the flight um, I'm looking at the seating layout, and there's three levels. So you got a floor level, then there's your 100, your 200, and your 300. So it's a triple-level stadium. So this could this could draw really well. I just I'm I'm just surprised at the ticket prices. I mean, ringside seat for WrestleMania might be able to buy you the entire upper bowl at two dollars a box. Wow, that's that's least, interesting. Well we
2: know at least uh Super Bowl ticket money uh this past year at uh I was gonna say UFC Bank Stadium, uh but US Bank Stadium uh you know, probably alone could have probably bought out this whole arena. <laughs>
1: um obviously with this coming up, we'll have a more in depth preview next week on this thing. But um if you know to-
2: who the Undertaker will face in a casket match by next Monday. Yeah, so that's the other thing I wanted to I wanted to look at you know Major shakeup. Rusev gets booked against
1: the Undertaker in a casket match. Tweets something like "bury me, brother,"
2: and then <laughs> "bury me softly, brother."
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. And then well, suddenly he's replaced by
2: Jericho. The next day, well, so after it, Lana spoke up to a TMZ, all about her husband going over or whatever, getting
1: in a casket.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Is is this? Could it be the continued trend, kind of what we, you know, we played from the, the guys who are voices of wrestling about not making stars, and it doesn't matter anymore because they have the subscriptions and they're not, they don't
2: care, they don't need to make these guys. Are we witnessing Rusev just never going to get anywhere? I I think so, and and I think Rusev calendars or or not. Uh, Rusev Day calendars, I should say. Um, they they feel they can get that probably with any of their commodities that they have out of WWE and NXT. So uh, unfortunately, I think this might be one uh, one of the cuts. Uh, you know, post Mania, a few weeks after that, that will probably be one of the big big shockers, if you will. But I don't think that should you know worry anyone, especially with how hot um, you know outside of the universe really has been, especially coming from the heels of WrestleMania weekend um, as well as uh, everything with new Japan kind of growing, especially out West, which, you know, I'm sure Lana wouldn't mind heading out to the West coast from Nashville every once in a while.
1: I, I can
2: honestly tell you, I know we
1: always say, Oh, I wish he would leave the company and go to new Japan. Or I wish that guy would leave and go to new Japan. Like I know that's just a thing to say because of how much we love new Japan, but I really think a guy like Rusev would, improved drastically in his wrestling career, like Juice did, if he went to New Japan. I think that's a company that could take a guy like that and use him, and mold him, and shape him into something he never even realized he could become. Because that is could you imagine a match that two could have with Tanahashi? Oh my no, god!
2: No, him or or Tomohiro Ishii, even oh. him him and Evil. Just not even guys, you know, in in that bulk, but you know, even in a match with Juice Robinson. You know, you have a little bit of of history there, if you will, with their roots, and then Juice saying, "Look, I've I've overcome that system. You know, why don't you come past me to sh- to prove and to me and to the new Japan audience that you deserve to be here." There's there's so many matchups that you could definitely want to uh, want to kind of see uh, him get into. Um, uh, very excited for that. I, I I really I really hope that
1: I hope this is just a whole ploy. That that does something for his career. Uh, well, he took
2: the e all off uh, the Twitter. Um, he, he said goodbye to Aiden English as well as Aiden English saying goodbye on Instagram. It all kind of seems like a a worked shoot, if you will. Uh, but but who knows? Just due to the fact that again, uh, just a few. Probably within the last hour or so, Rusev, again, is back to being the Undertaker's opponent, opponent at the uh, in the casket match. <laughs> is, is this just, uh, this leads me to my what is, next point. You know, who's booking this? You know, like, come on. <laughs> Social media, <laughs> I wise, like, this is ridiculous. Come on. Uh, it leads me to
1: this. What was the biggest breakup of the weekend?
2: Was it in English
1: and Rusev, or was it John Cena and Nikki Bella?
2: <laughs> What's funny is I, I thought of A similar question earlier today And those were Those four individuals uh, I thought of because to me it was Aiden English Aiden English and Rusev uh, For me
1: yeah, And, and is, is this just The way that they're getting him to Raw <sighs> Could that be all the super Raw? Oh my god you're right WWE issues the following statement In a stunning turn of events The Undertaker will battle Rusev in a casket match <laughs>
0: Which is <laughs> <There's> a guest <laughs> match
1: that's set to be between the two superstars. But Lana asked for the Bulgarian Brute to be removed from the Grizzly bout, and he was replaced with Chris Jericho as the Ravishing Russian expressed concern over her husband taking on the Demon of Death Valley. Look at all these goddamn names the, the Ravishing oh, Russian, words. the Bulgarian Brute, the Demon of Death Valley. After all, the (laughs) casket match undoubtedly belongs to The Undertaker, as the dead man has claimed victory in several of these harrowing contests, wherein a superstar only wins when he gets his opponent into the casket and closes the lid. However, now it appears that Lana's faith in the tremendous ability of her husband has won out, and she has changed her mind. She explained via tweet that WWE officials have granted her request to allow Rusev to compete again against the Phenom at the greatest Royal Rumble event (laughs) after all. After much thought, uh, Lana says, I have notified WWE officials that I have changed my mind. Rusev will celebrate Rusev Day by burying The Undertaker in the sands of Saudi Arabia and will win the casket match. Have a happy Rusev Day. It then closes, Rusev is a world-class superstar, but does he have what it takes to overcome The Undertaker at his own game? Find out which of the two icon superstars will walk out and which will be carried out in a casket.
2: God, I hate they're this. They're killing something that is making them money. Like they could be pushing a Rusev to the moon and they decide to throw, pair him with a 10-year-old in the audience. They're Braun him to the nth degree, and it's horrible, horrible. Is, and Here's what scares me is, obviously, the reason
1: Taker Cena was so short is because Taker's extremely low, limited, and it was just made more sense for him to do that and not look bad. So why are you having him wrestle in a match like this now where it's probably going to go 15 minutes?
2: No, this, this will be Kamala Undertaker SummerSlam 92. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's going to be quick and sweet. It's going to be, what was all that for not? It's all about the entrance. It's all about getting the Undertaker to Saudi Arabia. Arabia, that's, that's the main draw. Rusev, unfortunately, will go to Saudi Arabia. Now,
1: if Lana comes out with Rusev, and gets massive heat for being there when the other women aren't.
2: No, that will not
1: happen. But (laughs) if it does, does The Undertaker
2: tombstone her to a pot from the fans? No, that would be bad for all everyone involved, my guy. I'm gonna dig another hole for Lana. (laughs) Uh, Lord Stephanie, <laughs> <laughs> there's a the new
1: Batmedia has that the the, the where oh, window comes and he turns, but instead of Undertaker's face, it's it's Paige in that movie premiere where she's like, hey, guys,
0: Paige! and Stephanie
1: She screams at the Paige face. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so funny. Um uh, uh, I, I, I was dying. Uh speaking of Paige, Lance Storm had an idea for Paige and the Superstar Shake Up and SmackDown. Did you see this idea Lance Storm said?
2: No. What uh what does the the great white Norse uh commodity have to say? Said that Paige should do the ultimate shake up and swap
1: everybody for the entire raw women's division and make SmackDown a woman's only show.
2: Wow. That would be interesting. I, I, you know, me, I've been, you know, for the last six months, I have been saying there needs to be an all uh, women's, you know, wrestling show. Uh, Whether it's WWE and and bringing up the NXT talent, I think there's enough uh, to produce a quality weekly show with storylines and titles, what have you. but I, I, just if they do do that, it's something where then they would have to separate and still have your SmackDown Live and your your Monday Night Raw. It would just be on a separate day. So it
1: just it was an interesting take, but uh, you know, I don't think it happens in you know any form like that either. But uh, Devil was uh, was interesting with the whole you know Page doing it, uh, you know taking over and then started coming with that idea. So it's pretty interesting with that. Um. Honestly, that's the only thing that I have for news and rumors this last week. I didn't see anything that drew my attention while I was skimming. Um, any news rumors from the week
2: that you want bring up that we didn't discuss? So, do do you think any by by the year twenty twenty there will be a, a an all WWE women's uh, show within the next two years?
1: I I don't think you should because. If you're separating it, I just feel like once again you're you're not making it seem equal, if that makes sense. I don't think they need their own show. They're getting their own segments on, on Raw and SmackDown now. They're occupying enough time that I don't think they're just, you know, hey, this is a popcorn match. And I think it keeps it fresh. I I think if you did it all at one time, I understand that there's, you know, companies like Shimmer that do that and it's fine. But that's mm-hmm. also just company it's not you know it's it's one thing with the cruiserweights i think because it's you know it's a small niche brand show that does its own thing and doesn't really interact
2: but i think with with how much the other two interact you really shouldn't split it up i see even if an act like uh, former impact uh wrestling woman's wrestler Brooke Hogan, which she was talked about uh, po- possibly returning to professional wrestling because, and I quote, everybody wants me to wrestle Charlotte Flair. So, who knows? She actually also stated, almost as uh, preposterous as that, that she's also uh, owns her own female la- league that she's doing at the moment, but she really but can't she say much about, about it, even <laughs> though she shouldn't have brought it up. Which is ridiculous. Uh, so with the Brooke Hogan, if she comes back, do you foresee a huge? Well, no, I'm kidding. But how preposterous is that? Do you want to see Charlotte Flair battle Brooke Hogan in a no a good god match? No, oh, nothing. No, 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 I I don't care. I'd rather see Hulk Hogan come back than Brooke Hogan
1: show up. Uh, the only <laughs> thing I would have cared about is Brooke Hogan would have gotten RKO'd on that car instead of Hogan by Randy Orton. Although then we would have never gotten that hilarious sell from Hulk Hogan when it happened, so uh, it's it's a little uh a little fifty fifty there on that. I will say uh,
2: it was
1: surprisingly uh, an enjoyable breath of fresh air watching Hogan on that Andre the Giant special and i really I really hope at some point they can mend fences because that guy is such a huge. Impact in the history of the company that I think he deserves to be there at least
2: once a year type thing.
1: That, did you watch Andre?
2: Not yet, not yet. How uh, I've I've heard from a few various people that it was a wonderful, wonderful watch.
1: It was it was great,
2: and and the way
1: I cannot wait for you to to, to watch it and see the the WrestleMania three Hogan Andre story that they tell because I it, it was it it. We got to see Hulk Hogan in a more humbling light than you ever hear about him. And I think uh-huh. that's what gravitated me towards wanting to see him again because of the way, like, you could, just, you, could just, you could just tell by the way he talked of how much he respected Andre and how much, how much he had respect for him. And, and um, I was like, wow, you know, I, I didn't realize that they were as tight as they were um, mm-hmm. until Watson. So it, w- it was really cool But yeah the Wrestlemania 3 story was hilarious And especially when
2: Vince admits He's going along with it So I
1: can't wait for <laughs> you to
2: see it It's awesome um, What did you think of uh, And we kind of alluded to last week um, Of course uh, as we reported Last Monday uh, After the Wrestlemania main event Brock and Vince kind of got into a scuffle With Shane McMahon kind of getting involved Then of course as the uh, we progressed It ended up being you know a, a work essentially. Uh, do do you think of them kind of going back to the way uh, 90s professional wrestling was run as a bad mistake in 2018 working the boys if you will? No, I don't think so cuz I it got
1: us talking. We there was, that match had chance of CM Punk. This is awful. Uh, beach ball was chanted. I mean, the crowd popped, and from what I heard, the reason the pop was so big at the Lesnar win wasn't for the Lesnar win, but that the match was over. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. And, and I, I, it's, well, I'll get you of a
2: wrestling. Week. Yeah,
1: and you know, it's so like, I get it, and you know, they, they kept trying to break these tables, and the tables wouldn't break. You know, blah blah blah.
2: But look what it did.
1: It got us talking about it a lot the next day, and.
2: I miss the realism.
1: I like that work shoot where people don't know what's going on because it keeps you on your toes. You don't know what's real, and and this goes back to my thought that as much as people complain about Brock Lesnar, you know he's been the champion for a year now. Great, mm-hmm. that dude has more shock value when he comes back, and more I don't know what I've never seen somebody where you don't know what's going to happen when he's out there. Like I have uh, no idea if he's going to if he's going to do what he did with, with his elbows. I have no idea if he's going to go nuts in the backstage. I have no idea if he's never going to show up again. Like There's always some intrigue behind it, and he's not there. And I know people hate he's not there, but look at back in the day. Hulk Hogan would defend the world title, what, four times a year on TV? Mm-hmm. Nobody complained. Now that we're so oversaturated with it, people complain all the time. Title's not defended every month. Big deal. I don't want to see... You have to do Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for the title three months in a row because you don't have storylines. At least last year, we got Strowman and Lesnar. We got the four-way at SummerSlam. We got Styles and Lesnar. you know, and, and it was different because it wasn't every month. We got different matchups that meant something when the matches happened.
2: And what's nice now, too, is you can get three to four matches from – uh, areas where you weren't expecting to have, you know, even two extra matches in the women's and cruiserweight division yep. now with how they're building those talents. Hell, you could even have five secondary matches where you can then have your IC and U.S. matches kind of be the focal point for, a, you know, every other month, if you will. And, and, you know, one thing that that was
1: brought up when we played that, you know, bring up that Voices Wrestling clip again, is back in the day you had to make sure that you had the perfect IC champion to sell out. The B shows mm-hmm. or the C shows. You had to have the perfect tag champs to do the same thing. Seth Rollins is, as the Intercontinental Champion is perfect. He might be the most over guy right now on Raw. Well, he's the, the most, most over guy in your house. Um, <laughs> probably Seth Rollins. Uh, not by me. By me, it's <laughs> obviously Kazuchika Okada. Uh, but... Uh, I I don't I don't mirror the screams of of a Seth Rollins when he comes with the ring. That's race what I'm saying. He out. is the
2: most over guy in your house. <laughs> Damn, I'm not over at all, am I?
1: <laughs> be bolder. <laughs> I, I gotta be bolder. Thanks, Canelo. Uh But you know now it's it's kind of like when they had Cena and Daniel Bryan a couple years ago come out of Mania as the IC and US champions. You don't need to have the world title there all the time And I like that I think it's a good thing And I'm, and, and I'm going to say this boldly right now, now yeah, I, I yeah. boldly I didn't even mean that <laughs> When Roman Reigns wins the title next Friday Because I, I'm almost positive he wins next Friday And I think the reason they do it then As opposed to Mania Is all the fans over there will cheer for him You know it's It's not the crowd here It's not the UK crowd He's going to get a pop over there so you have him win it to a pop. Yeah. When he comes out every week as champion and defends it all the time, all the people that complained about the title not being defended better not complain about, God, I'm so sick of seeing this dude with the title every day. Well, you, you bitched about the other thing. You know, you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So it's one or the other. And I, I just I have a feeling that people are going to be like, Wait, oh, it's and? so dumb.
2: No, not all the time. Sometimes. I don't like that philosophy. Uh, I don't know, you know I, would, and I, I agree with that. I, and I would welcome a uh, a title change if you will, especially if it happens to him other than a gentleman that came out this past Monday. Are you talking about uh
1: about the dude with the the
2: pinky and the thumb?
1: <laughs> what? Uh, well, I didn't know who I was think... saving spoilers cuz of raw
2: Yes, yes, we are. We are. We are withholding Sorry. that. We'll get into that uh, in the third fall. Uh, but, for, but before we wrap up, uh, a little melee uh, uh, apparently happened in the Ring of Honor locker room at the Steel City Excellence Show in Pittsburgh, um, and and Cody Rhodes Z-Z-Z-Z, Chipotle got stepped on. R. I. P. Uh, who do you think uh, got involved in this little melee? And is it pretty much once it's done, it's worked out in the locker room, it's over? I'm going to say
1: with the second part, yes, I would hope so. As the first part, boy, I could not tell you. That really, you know, as weird as it is, I want to feel like it was somebody like an Alex Shelley that got into a fight because I could see him being some dude who somebody said something to and ain't going to stand there and just let him say something. But I really couldn't tell you with that kind of a locker room just because of the, the people in there. You know, the, the young bucks, I don't know if they were talking about the Chipotle stopping or the fighting, but one of the Young Bucks <laughs> tweeted out this is these guys, you know, you shouldn't be allowed in the locker room with this how so you're gonna react and gonna react. Yep. I don't know if that was a shoot or a ha ha at the the Chipotle. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Cody Rhodes. I can't believe he jobbed to Matt Tavid on that show. Oh, hmm. Matt Tavid sucks. But that's (laughs) the No Punishment
2: Martinez.
1: (laughs) Oh, I did did have one other thing real quick, too, that I just remembered. Brock Lesnar's contract details have come out. Apparently, he's going to be getting a pay-per-appearance deal, and he's not under a contract now. And it's going to be the same with the UFC. So basically, the UFC and the WWE can do a pay-per-appearance deal for Brock Lesnar, which in turn makes all three sides happy. Because now he hmm. can work wherever he, he can work with both, and both get to work with him and kind of work with each other without any kind of stepping on each other's toes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is this interesting? Is this too much for a guy like is Lesnar worth this hassle to
2: both companies? <sighs> I I think so. I think for both parties, get the you know get it while it's talk. Get it while Brock Lesnar is still such a a thriving force. In both worlds, and both money can make, or both worlds can can make a lot of money off of his appearances. So I, I think for the the business ends of things, kudos to to both sides. I uh, mean, it just makes sense because I mean, doesn't it? Like 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 they're saying there's possibly going to be a UFC fight in the winter. Like you always say, he's money. That's going to get big numbers depending on if he's going to get Jon Jones this soon, which we probably not due to the fact that you know he still has to enter in his. Uh, uh, for the drug um, oh yeah. to get, for the yeah. test and everything. So, I mean, who knows when that's going to happen? Obviously, you know, there, there's plenty of young. Do you think he goes with a younger fighter when he goes into the octagon or someone that'll be a safe fight? What do you think um, is in a better business and for, for both sides in that? Cause you want to have Lesnar look strong, but don't want him to make it look weak as well.
1: And that's the problem is I think Lesnar doesn't care. Like I think Lesnar's the kind of guy where if you pay him, he's going to go in there and, and, he thinks he can beat anybody um i think the john jones fight mark, mark hunt <laughs> yeah mark hunt mark hunt said that i that he should never be allowed to fight again cuz he tested for clp or whatever that was after mark hunt had or laying on him he couldn't get him off he just beat the hell out of him so i understand the 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 butt hurtness from mark hunt yes he probably did something but uh I don't think you're going to move that monstrosity of a human being anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, sorry, uh, sorry, Mark Hunt. Uh, Mark Hunt once uh, in a Pride show, I watched him do a flying butt attack where he jumped in the air and sat on Wanderlei Silva's head. Uh, it was wow. it was tremendous. It looked like is e that where Naomi got her move sent? Probably. She was a big Mark Hunt fan growing up in the oh, in Orlando. Uh, But going off of that ROH thing We're going to come back Let's talk Supercard of Honor first Because that kind of leads into The New Japan stuff So let's do Supercard of Honor uh, let, let's talk All Japan first We've probably have the, you know, only a couple shows to do So we come back we'll do the All Japan Champion Carnival Like day one and two or something uh, We'll talk Super of Honor 12 And then we'll break down uh, the main events Alex watched from the first two Road to Dontaku shows And then we'll talk the main cards Or the main matches from the next six nights Leading to the big Okana Tanahashi main event At the day two of Wrestling Dontaku I cannot wait for that so let's break. WrestleCast, Strong Style. Be right back. Your late night hip-hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Half-Find Adams. Every Thursday night right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip-hop and R&B and here in Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust us, the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you feel. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like diamond. In
0: my life, is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license.
1: Bitch, in my belief, don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath, regain my power. My feet when I'm walking I've seen it all more than I care to reveal I'm always sort of clear the air for the real That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man Cause this how I feel Nobody being sincere We need some changes for real Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central And if you're a musician you want to get your music heard on the show send an mp3 over to Soda Sound at StrongStyleMedia.com
0: C-Nut C-Nut
2: This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I gotta tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. fifty,
1: so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to know, it. I know, but I'm 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 forty-eight, but I feel like I'm twenty-six. I have a boner right now. I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. And I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang bang.
2: Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host Ryan Cook and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're gonna be giving you everything, and I mean everything—from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, soybean, soybean, sports, fruit, seeds, basketball, boxing, poker, sports, Survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles in track and field. <lengthy breaths> all right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros, and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio.
1: Rest of the cast back at you. you. You had to put, you had to put the goat in when we're talking Dantaku as he's gonna go, go to, <laughs> try to break that goat's record of twelve title defenses. Oh, once again we talked about it for months. And what does Gato do? He books it correctly. Hey, let's have him face Tanahashi for the record. <laughs> wow, somebody can book smartly. It's so rare to see nowadays. <laughs>
2: Uh, Is this the first in, uh, time non-G1 tournament or any type of tournament that these two have faced since uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, 10? Oh,
1: boy. Yeah. Oh Yeah, I think you're, I don't, I don't, were they even in the G1 together the last year? I was about uh, to say, I don't
2: recollect. Last year they weren't. The G1. Yeah, I was about to yeah, say, I-, I don't remember them in the G1 last year.
1: Yeah, last year Tanahashi was in that Naito bracket, and Okada was in the Omega one. But I don't think they wrestled the year before either.
2: Let me take <sighs> a look. That's awesome.
1: So I I can't wait for this match. It's going so you to be such a, a
2: long time for these two. So I mean, again, just shout out to to Gato for being you know such a wonderful wonderful booker there. <laughs> Uh, the All Japan's Champion Carnival started on the seventh of last week. No, they did not um, face each other in twenty sixteen G One Climax. So I don't think they've had a one on one matchup since wrestling. wrestling oh, I'm a I liar. Uh, he's right below. No, they they did. Uh, they were in the A block together. Oh, they they wrestled the last night and had a draw, right? Did it yes, say that? Yes, because they they okay, both yep. tied at eleven points there. Yes. And that's how that's how uh, Godo won the block with twelve, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cause, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So,
0: I mean, they've had one match
1: since they haven't wrestled since G1 two years ago. So, wow. regardless of, they've had two matches since Wrestle Kingdom or one match since Wrestle Kingdom ten. I, you know, every time they touch, it's it's
2: just beautiful how how well they can work together. So I'm excited. <laughs> I just had one of the worst. Uh, I don't know if it's that bad, but I know it might disgust you. Um, a, a, few that, that has, was prevalent in the beginning, but of course, as, as they faced off as, uh, later on in their careers and not too many people had too much interest, but Randy Orton and John Cena, uh, some of their early clashes for the, for the spinner championship, if you will, was a pretty damn good rivalry, uh, in a way. And of course they, they didn't touch for a few years. And then when they did for the, uh, when they try to unify the titles at TLC, again, no one really cared. Uh, but I think this is a different instance, of course, uh, due to, um, you know, the, the history that they had, but I would say, I mean, no, or do you, do you level this with more rock Austin qualities, if you will, for the robbery? Yeah. Yeah. Rock Austin a good way to put it. Uh, steamboat flair is a really good way to, to put it too. Um, so this is when, when it's all said and done in New Japan Pro Wrestling's history of feuds, this is the the number one feud that they've ever dispersed. Boy, that's tough.
1: I mean, for me, I would say yeah. But you know, so many people are gonna say, well, what about Muda and Chono? Since Muda and Chono started together at, around the same time and kind of came up in that same era and and made New Japan prevalent. You know, uh-huh. in the early 90s. So, I think I think that's a huge feud. Um, you know, I think a lot of that, you know, Stan Hansen and Noki stuff from the 80s, too, was was pretty big. Gosh, that's interesting, though. You know, Dr. Death had, I believe he had some great matches, like a great feud with Shinya Hashimoto. I don't know. It's, it's, what man, about that's Sasaki really
2: Sapp? <laughs> no I'm okay. <laughs> Uh I know clear man. uh Great Muda faced Bob <laughs> Shap, eh? That would be Yeah, I think
1: <laughs> you clean it up. Um, <laughs> I I'm gonna go, yeah. I think I think in terms of business and how relevant the company is, to me, this has been a feud that's gone on since since Wrestle Kingdom seven is one you know, this started the the night of Wrestle Kingdom seven at close. Or excuse me, Wrestle Kingdom six at close.
0: Mm.
1: You know, so I mean, this is this is a six year program, five and a half year program going in, and I mean, you can't argue with the match quality. That's the other thing with them. But, Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say this. Otherwise, the Chono Muda is pretty was pretty big, but I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with these guys.
2: Oh, he yeah. um, took
1: down Bob Sapp
2: with running knees. <laughs> oh, he picks him up. <laughs> what are you, what are you watching? Buddha and sap.
1: <laughs> I'm the uh, most bootleg,
2: I, uh, YouTube channel ever. <laughs> so I want to go over night one and two of the champion carnival. Um,
1: you said you watched like night one and half of two or night one and two and half. of three. Uh, I
2: watched the, the, the most uh, previous nights. Okay. So you as watch well like as, night, uh, the first couple of matches. Yep. Okay. Um, so, did you, did you
1: see the, the four day one matches? Because I think those are the ones that stood out for me the most. Um, opening match, we had your doppelganger, Shuji Ishikawa, took on Yuji Hino. And Yuji Hino has that badass powerbomb where the guy's like, halfway behind his back, and then he slings them forward onto their head. He calls it the MFing power powerbomb, I believe.
2: But uh, that was a lot of power bombs, kind of going through this uh, (laughs) this this ray of all Japan. This this was
0: a hell of
1: a of a big man fight. I went three three and three quarters on this match. I thought it was tremendous. Shuji Ishikawa is so good. And, mm-hmm. you know, I believe he's a freelancer right now, so he can kind of go wherever he wants. Yuji Hino is definitely a guy that doesn't look like he should be able to do one bit of wrestling. And every match I see him in, it, it's always fun. Uh, really, it was, that was my second favorite match of this whole show. Uh, just, just tremendous, tremendous strong attacks back and forth. Spot where Yuji Hino would stand there with his hands behind his back and basically tell Ishikawa to hit him. And he'd just kill him with a forearm. Hino would bump. He would get back up, turn his back to him, show him his hands around his back, and then turn around and let him do it again. And, I mean, it was getting brutal. And he kept coming back, got him in that power bomb. Yuji Hino gets the win in the two points. Uh, then we get June Akiyama defeated Dylan James. Uh, he used to be James Radin, Randine for anyone who doesn't know who Dylan James is. I went two and three quarters on this match. Uh, it was a lot. It was... It was really quick. Uh, Dylan James was, was working him over. Akiyama just kind of pinned him out of nowhere, and it was over. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I've seen better from both guys. I understand they're probably just trying to get in and get out, and Akiyama's getting up there in age, but I was expecting more, and I think that's the other thing that hurt the match for me. Shingo!
2: Uh,
1: yeah, did you see this
2: match? Uh, I, I I did try to grace pretty much the ones, uh, the Shingo matches. I, I, I definitely... Watched two of those, and this was one of them. Yes, uh, I this was this is
1: my only Shingo match, so I'm excited for this tournament. But Shingo gets the victory over
2: All Japan Triple mm-hmm. count
1: Champion Kent Alex, yeah. I was four and a quarter on
2: this. I thought it was tremendous. Um, seeing Shingo again for the first time in many years was was tremendous to see. Uh, the the German uh, suplexes. Uh, as I've noticed, are are more and more, especially um, uh, along with, um, gosh, where I'm trying to look for for the names here since it's still very. New, uh, Kento Miyahara. But, no, Kento Miyahara. Yes, uh, saw a couple of his matches, especially his match against Shuji Ishikawa uh, later on in the Champions Carnival. Um, but uh, but this match, yes, uh, this was uh, for not knowing too much about Kento Miyahara. Uh, this guy is is the real deal. He's kind of like. Um, and AJ Styles, uh, if you will, with with kind of that strength, that brute strength, um, but that the guy who can also kind of fly around, if you will, with the Yoshihashi's hair. Uh, so, so it's kind of <laughs> having like PTSD flashbacks. I was like, which one is is he? Um, but uh, but Kento Miyahara, far far and away. But yes, the Shingo Takagi uh, was was uh, it, it was good to see him again and and the wicked clotheslines. lines. And um and 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 suplexes he arrived as well. It was.
1: Kevin uh, Mihaara had a nice spot where he, he had Shingo, uh, his head against the ring post and kind of put him in a cross face, bending his head against the ring post. It was utterly disgusting. Mihaara uh, hit a sweet knee off the apron to Shingo, kind of like he did to Joe Doring in their their uh, title change match uh, back at the end of March. With mm-hmm. shingo, I mean, he hit him with a made in Japan. Kento Kento Miyahara kicks out. Kento goes for his uh, his German, uh, the the, the closed arm German. He gets out of it, hits that lariat you're talking about. Then he gives him a Death Valley Driver on the ring apron. Yes, which blew yes. my mind when I saw that. Throws him back in, hits him with a second made in Japan, and this was like, I'm going to stall you upside down for about 10 seconds, and then drill you into the ground with the Maiden Japan. And Shingo gets a clean victory. It was awesome. And what I like about this is they're doing what they did with uh, Marafuji a couple years ago in the G1, where the opening night, he dominated and beat Kazuchika Okada, which then mm-hmm. set up for an Okada Marafuji title match later that October at King of Pro Wrestling. So I don't know if this means is going to be doing some more all Japan work outside of this tournament, but they made Shingle a legit
2: player by getting a decisive victory over Kento Miyahara.
1: That was awesome.
2: Yeah, the 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 final couple of minutes and especially uh Kinto, uh Miyahara with you know kind of the, the kind of going back to the languageery, uh you know that that Shingo was kinda of going up against or, or working on, you know, kinda of throughout the match. Um, and then where you think uh, Miyahara is going to hit him? You know, with the what? What? How many knees do you think he blasted Shingle oh with in, in that match? <laughs> at, at least a baker's dozen. At oh least, God, like yeah. in that stretch, you had like five in the last like 48 seconds. I swear. But and, uh, and but he, yeah, I kept, I wasn't expecting Shingo to pick up the win, so th- that was a very surprising.
1: He kept throwing those knees, and Shingo just kept coming,
2: and, and like. Up, yeah. <laughs>
1: And the crowd is like, oh, like the crowd's getting behind it. Like, they're into this now. It, they took this crowd and made a hell of... Now, I wish it would have been the main event. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm-hmm. I understand why they did the main event the way they did because I think they're really... I think this guy's got a shot to win the whole tournament. I went three and a quarter on the main event, but Zeus defeats Suwama on the oh, main yeah. event of night one. Zeus's entrance music... Sounds like uh, uh, Kai Kunahari, the guy who sings Too much rad. Too much rad. That dude. Uh, yeah. with, with music at the beginning was like, hurra, 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 hurra. And then all of a sudden Zeus comes out jacked as ever, standing on that apron. He is such a badass looking dude. If he...
2: Now, so, what... Zeus wasn't the older uh, bleach uh, blonde. He was the, uh, the Goldberg-esque one. He was in uh, Goto, All Japan's Goto? Yeah, the, the the one that had the blonde
1: streak that you were talking about with the evolution, the the violent yeah. evolution. That's yeah. Suwama. So, okay, okay. Uh, Suwama, though, puts over Zeus. Zeus, I'm telling you, man, if this dude, he took a huge step from... I, I saw him once in, like, a YouTube video, like, a year ago. And I was like, this dude is trash. And... <laughs> I look at this match, and I'm like, this dude's in the main event now? And I'm going, wow, that wasn't bad. He's improved. And I didn't necessarily take it as serious before because, you know, at that, that All Japan show that, that I had watched a few weeks ago um, when we saw the title change with Kenson Miyahara when he defeated uh, Joe Doring, uh, they lost the titles to Ryoji Sai and Dylan James. And I went three and a half on the match, Zeus bodyguard drop dropping the titles. Um, but I'm like, okay, it's a tag match. You know, there's, you know, Dylan James is in the match, who, once again, I was excited for wrestling Akiyama. you sized in it. That's awesome. Uh, so I wasn't expecting as much. But, you know, it wasn't just a, a cool tag match with the big guns and those guys. Zeus looked better. And if he keeps approving, this is a guy that you could do something with.
2: Yeah, I mean, even with the the jackhammer, you know, I I kind of made that Goldberg rib uh, legit for a reason. He he looks good. He he's what you what the WWE <laughs> wants Kinder Mahal to kind of be, where he doesn't look like he's going to rip with each maneuver. He at least look he looks like the flow of his actions makes sense. Where it's not like whoa, you're gonna tear your quad there, buddy, or or, or rip your your bicep. Uh, this guy had a little bit more uh, fluid motion. Uh, but yeah, Jinder Mahal, man, and take a take a watch out of uh, of this guy here, named Zeus. <laughs> uh, his just because I thought it was tiny Zeus Lister for a second, I was like, oh, he's back. I was wrong. <laughs> his music, his his music was
1: just just awesome. Uh, sorry, somebody is sending me some some stupidity here. I, I got to figure out how to turn off notifications here. Uh, anyway, I'll take care of this later uh, Then we got Night 2 of the Champions Carnival Zeus coming out in the first match Of the tournament Defeats Yoshitatsu <laughs> It was It was decent I went 3 stars It was it was cool But it wasn't as good as the Suwama match But Yoshitatsu definitely Did look better Did you have a chance to check out any of Night 2 With the Yoshitatsu match
2: I did not uh, check out any, any night, so I kind of book-ended my All-Japan experience, uh, kind of went from the first to the last uh, two shows there. Not
1: a, not a bad way to do it, though. Uh, so you, Zeus gets a victory of Yoshitatsu. Uh, Jack hammers the hell out of him. Uh, Yoshitatsu did not look comfortable while he was up there. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> he got up there and was like, oh, and he just said, you're down. Uh, then Kai making his uh, champion carnival debut on the losing end to Suwama who makes up the victor the loss from Zeus the night before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would put stars as well on that. Uh, your doppelganger getting a victory. Uh, Shuji Ishikawa defeats Joe Doring, which surprised me. And it was kind of an uneventful match. I went two and three quarters.
2: There was some hard
1: bumps. Uh, it was some some tough fighting. Just but,
2: two big hosses going at it. Nothing nothing too crazy. Like an old-school Makabe uh, Goto match from 2011. It, it
1: was not as good as Yuji Hino with Ishikawa the night before, and okay. I think that's what really hurt it because I was I'm I'm big on Joe Doring. Uh, me and Demetrius watched some Joe Doring uh, about a week ago, and
2: you know he he kind
1: of fell in fell in on Joe Doring too, and you know so I had I had a lot of expectations knowing that there's some hype behind him, and so that was kind of a letdown. I think was 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 my main reason behind it, but I know Doring will pick it back up. It just you know clash of styles, I guess. Uh, Then the main event, I went three and a half stars on this. Uh, Ketsomiyahara picking up his first victory of the tournament, defeating Naoya Nomura. Uh, A lot of the same from Ketsomiyahara, a lot of knees. Hits him with his great stalling German, gets the victory. But I will say Naoya Nomura really did a good job of having some fire. A lot Mm -hmm. of times something was happening to him, he would charge across that ring with a forearm or, you know, this and that. and, And, they had some cool back and forth. There was a spot where he tried to suplex Kento Miyahara into the ring ropes. Miyahara countered it and put the uh, no, Namura over the top rope, shot off the rope, and hit a huge drop kick to his head. He sprung off, got up, and hit him with a lariat, and they were both down after that.
2: So that was a kind of a
1: cool little exchange. But, you know, kind of, kind of what, it, what you would expect it to be. Kento Miyahara goes home, closing the night out with the victory. Um, that's, that's kind of where I left off on the Champion Carnival. There's just a lot going on with other wrestling, and, and just, I mean, it was, it was a busy week. It was a busy week, what can I say? <laughs>
0: but
1: we'll get more Champion Carnival coverage uh, throughout the month here, as they still have another week or two left in the show. Let's move on to something that we both did see, though, and you had checked out. Uh, how many matches did you check out on this Supercard of Honor show?
2: Uh, the Supercard of Honor show, I checked out uh, three three matches there. I did not check out the tag uh, the tag match between Briscoes and uh, Tanahashi teaming up with, uh, with Daredevil Derek Fury. <laughs> Let's start at the top, then. Uh, Chuck Taylor defeats Jonathan Gresham in an unannounced match.
1: Perfectly acceptable wrestling. Uh, you could tell it was last minute because there was a few things that they kind of didn't do that you would normally expect. I went two and a half on it, but Chucky T gets the victory. Oh. Uh, second match was one that sounds like you checked out, so I'm excited to hear your input on this. Uh, I went two and three quarters on this. I was a little, I was, I wasn't disappointed in the performance, but I was kind of disappointed in just the abrupt finish and outcome. I think I need to rewatch it again because I think I would like it more. I think I was just more mad at the time. But uh, Punishment Martinez defeats Tomohiro Ishii. Uh,
2: contest, <laughs> Alex. It was uh, this was kind of my first time seeing Punishment Martinez in, in a match. And um, it was it was surprising how good it was because it was uh, it was just two heavy hitters going out of punishment. Punishment Martinez, all all respect for uh, the, the beautiful kicks that he can do. But the dives, whether it's over the top rope from the top rope from the uh, from the apron, uh onto a, a guardrail. This guy is is thinking he's Jeff Hardy out there, uh, but he's actually connecting with his spots. Uh this was a, a great match. ishi uh, you know, kinda coming off of winning the Rev Pro uh heavyweight championship from Zack Sabre Jr. a few days prior. Uh kind of getting worked here by by Punishment Martinez. Which uh, I'm not sure will will garner a future title shot later on, Uh, but but I I thought this was a a a quick uh, definitely a quick style match, Uh, but I think it was just more amazement for how big of a stature Martinez, especially comparable to Tomohiro Ishii, it was like uh, big brother little brother for a while. Uh, but but I thought this was a, a great uh, getting over, if you will, for Punishment Martinez and Baron Corbin. Take note, buddy. This is uh, the guy you should kind of take notes on and kind of work your sort of style if you really want Vince to believe in you. Otherwise, uh, Vince McMahon should definitely take a look at Punishment Martinez. My God, the Hurricane Rana from the top rope uh, was, was insane. Uh, again, uh, he did a spinning heel kick, Ryan, from the top rope. Uh, the two flips, consecutive flips onto the outside the Tomohiro Ishii uh was crazy but again Ishi was not backing down a quick you know eight minute match yes the the uh, overall squashness if you will was a little surprising but again i think it was just to showcase punishment martinez for 2018. Yeah,
1: and, and as, as the uh, we saw with the, the Steel City show That you were talking about earlier uh, Punisher Martinez was in the main event With Dalton Castle, Marty Skrull And I think Beer City Bruiser in a four-way So they, they put him in a big-time match, that's for sure Yeah, uh, I mean, e. <laughs> he
2: got his stalling suplex in uh, Where I thought he was going to brain-buster him through the ring uh, <laughs> But it was, uh, it was still mighty, mighty impressive uh, The second most impressive of the week, unfortunately uh, Demetrius said the best part was when
1: Martinez almost killed himself.
2: Thank you, Demetrius. time. <laughs>
1: I'm assuming it's the one it's I mentioned. Where it looked, like, where it looked like he, where he did a suicide dive over the top rope and completely missed Ishi with how far he went, and did that. I'm going to slide across the pavement on my forehead uh, breakdance move. As yeah. he slid, I thought he broke his neck. I that was. Dis- I don't know how he just stood up after that and started doing his vampire pose because. I I uh, gimmick? I th- I think he's supposed to be like a vampire, yeah. Because oh, yeah. he came out of that
2: casket and he had all the the blood and stuff. I thought it was an homage to Aleister Black. I thought it was like, hey, nice nice intro, bro. <laughs> hey, bro! I like the way you come to the ring. I'm <laughs> I'm a, I'm a snatch it vampire style. Uh, no, uh, this this was just a. This reminded me uh, a little bit of a. Um, a, a new generation if you will uh Mike awesome uh yeah, yeah. Masato Tanaka type of match uh where it was just hard hitting Tanaka you know throwing the elbows the slaps you know that these two were enduring on each other uh again for for it being an 8 minute match it was a a car crash in all uh, the the best regards
1: and and once again
2: for everybody who is
1: Punishment Martinez and who does Vince McMahon wish was Punishment Martinez?
2: Uh, Daredevil Derek Fury.
1: <laughs> Vince McMahon wishes Baron Corbin was Punishment Martinez. Trust me on this. If you ever see, if you ever see Punishment Martinez, watch him look at Baron Corbin and go, "Wow, that's what he should be. That's what yes. he should be." And, not- and if you don't know, you know. I was trying to segue away to that, and it didn't work
2: too. Well. I apologize. The next match, though, was one of uh, a few 4.99/slash five-star matches I saw in the last 12 hours. Oh, man. 12 hours!
1: Yeah, you watched a lot of good ass wrestling.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I I I went four and a half on this match. To be honest with you, I I I might have. Uh, Kota Bushi defeats Hangman Page. This match was.
2: Uh, it was so good adam page is, is is he's welcome to the table now, right? He's in the discussion yeah, of he, wow, this like, guy is serious I think right now as we're
1: about you know we're two months away from the halfway point of the year. I think he's got to be one of
2: the front runners for most improved oh, definitely, aligning <laughs> himself with Cody. And and that side of the Bullet Club has done nothing but help him, the lieutenant, if you will, to the general that is uh, the American Nightmare uh, has done nothing but wonders for for Hangman Adam Page, I would say. It,
1: and this match just it it just was tremendous, just <laughs> just everything they did in the ring. I mean, there was so many good falsies, there was so much good action. I mean, <laughs>
0: like,
1: I, I don't, I thought it was over about six times. You know some of the spots on the apron that they were doing was just it was tremendous. It tremendous Hell, that
2: cradle tombstone reversal that Adam Page dropped on a Bushi, literally dropped on a bushy was uh <laughs> was scary but but also uh pretty damn cool to see. Um, Adam Page can definitely move from. Uh, I, I'm sure this is part of his arsenal, but the the rollover flip uh, lariat uh, pinning combination is is one of my favorite things I've I've seen <laughs> in a long, long time. And I love that he you know he goes for his shooting star shoulder press off the apron,
1: a bushi move, mm-hmm. and he just lands on his feet like it was no big yeah. deal. Like okay, well Adam Page is tight. Um, yeah, this match was. <laughs> This was probably my second favorite match of the evening. I know my favorite match is probably going to shock a lot of people because it didn't get, you know, my favorite match got about a, you know, a lot of people gave it like three and a half, but it was one of my favorite all year. Um, But we'll get into that later on in the show. Uh, Next match, Sumi Sakai defeats Kelly Klein to win the Woman of Honor Championship, uh, the first champion. I was really into this match. And then the finish was
2: was the reason
1: you don't like going to indie wrestling shows, Alex. Um, Is it because Daphne was there? Oh, my God. I didn't even know that was Daphne until they said it was her. <laughs> Oof-da. <duh. laughs> uh, <laughs> Sakai goes for the moonsault to finish the match. She overshoots it. When she goes to just cover her anyway, Kelly Klein kicks out. Now they're both completely lost. Kelly Klein's like a deer in headlights. Sumi Sakai's trying to get her wrapped up for some kind of a move. I don't know what she's trying to do. Kelly Klein's not going with it, so she just DDTs her. And when she DDTs her, Kelly Klein's head just right into the ground, like it was like you're forcing somebody to do something because they didn't know what was going on, and that was how that DDT felt. I think she was still on her feet when her head hit the ground.
2: Whoa! Um, No way.
1: And then she rolls and she just flips her over and pins her, and that's the finish. Super Sakai did not look happy when she was given the title, and I understand why because it was a it was a pretty good match. They were, they had some great aerial attacks, they had some they had some bumps on the floor, but the finish was just oh my god, it's it's botchmania cringeworthy like Ooh. that. That picture I have uh, uh for my Facebook profile of Sydney doing the cringe face with that Superman toy is literally the. Epitome of what my face was doing when I watched that finish, because it was like, oh my god. So, I was, I had it at about a three, that brought it down to about a two. So I split in the middle at two and a half, but it was rough, man. It was, it was. Do you a think rough they match. made
2: the right call then, making Sakai the first Women of Honor champion then, or do you think they botched it by not having Klein win and no, then having a match?
1: I mean, <laughs> I, I think it was just you know, Klein was a little too close, so she just jumped a little too far. Um, Sumi Sakai's been around. Are you watching it? No, no. Oh, Um, oh, are you watching Raw?
2: No, I'm just watching Okada being the uh, the Ms. TV special guest. The outline of of the special guest,
1: and it looks oh, like
2: Suzuka Okada. <laughs> um, but but what I will say is like. Uh, Sumi Sakai has been
1: around for a long time. She's, you know, I think almost a twenty year veteran. She's one of the first women to ever be in Ring of Honor. So I think she deserved it. And I think you can have Kelly Klein chase her and then eventually have Kelly Klein go into a program with Emma or Tennille Dashwood. I think that's the way you go with it. I think I think it was just kind of a thank you to get give the belt to Sumi Sakai, but I don't expect her to hold it for a while. <sighs>
2: uh, uh, okay, interesting. Next match. What do you think I would, would be the person to uh, to kind of take it off? Do you think they'll do Kelly Klein right? Yeah. Okay. Because I think you can give her the Bruising Heel title And then
1: when T.O. When Dashwood beats her I think it'll mean something Okay I think that's the and And I think uh, I think part of it too It was uh, It was just them wanting to Not do the obvious You know what I mean
2: yeah, no that, that that makes sense. I mean, not as much as obvious as the next match in the card, but which was your favorite match?
1: Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. It's not this next one.
2: Uh, this oh, next one nice. I did go
1: I did go four and a half on it, but I didn't like okay. it as much as as much as the uh the, the other one, but SoCal and Censored defeat took and the young bucks. The, the stuff that they did with these ladders were just incredible. And I love the Matt Jackson continuing to sell the back for four months now routine. Mm-hmm. Because there was, there was a botch they had where he tried to do the, I, I think it was a botch, but if it, if it wasn't, my God, they're so calculated. But he went to do the back handspring, put his feet over their head, and then Nick will do the drop kick when they're on the apron. And Matt didn't get there for the for the the head hold and instead mm-hmm. Nick throws a kick. And like Matt's just screaming in pain like he couldn't get up and do it. Nick's checking on him. So like I believe like it was a real thing. So whether it was a botch or not um
2: uh, but I,
1: I I thought the match was great. What did you
2: this was one I'm I'm assuming you checked out? Unfortunately, this was one uh, that, that I did not have time to, to catch, but uh, definitely on my radar, especially since they are still utilizing the, the Matt Jackson uh, weight belt. <laughs>
1: um, I didn't like the fact that the Kingdom came out,
2: and that really took me out of the match. You mean Ryan's favorite faction right now in pro wrestling? <laughs> you didn't like them coming out? No, not at all. I, I was pissed. I'm like,
1: once again, here we go. Here we go.
2: Get involved.
1: Look, I get it. You want to keep them relevant. It is what it is. Cool spot, too, where uh, I can't remember. Somebody was laying on the table. My, Scrum of the Sky, by the way, was doing some of the craziest stuff I have ever seen. <laughs> uh, he he gets props for the week. But at uh, one point, I think it was like Frankie Gazarian was laying on the table outside of the floor, on the floor, and Matt Jackson climbs the ladder and he turns his body to super kick somebody off the ladder then he gets the ladder tipped over and as it's falling to the floor he turns his body in enough time to do an elbow drop on Duke Azarian, which was <laughs> really <laughs> um, that That's, leaves um, Chris great as the, open, or the last man in the ring Daniels climbs up gets the titles they get the victory the kingdom come back in after getting beat up uh, assault them and they leave with the titles so the kingdom jumped the jumped the barricade as, I mean, I guess they're the champion. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what the angle will be for this. I'm sure it'll lead to a, a three-way, six-man, nine-man championship match. Trampoline match
2: for the titles.
1: <laughs> Jump high enough and work on their vertical. A Trampoline ladder dumpster fire match. <laughs> Maybe they can engage one another in the first ever um uh, what was the, what's the thing you say in the opening? Uh, can you escape death match? In you know, <laughs> the a right
2: robot now. wars match between the <laughs> kingdom and SoCal Uncensored. <laughs> we we then get an intermission
1: and there's a, a, a match whatever with Luke Hawks, and I didn't even watch it. Uh, we come back. Briscoe's defeat Jay Lethal and Hiroshi Tanahashi. I went three stars. I was a little, dis- little little disappointed. I gave it three stars
0: because
1: it was a perfectly entertaining match, but I really wanted more out of this match. Tanahashi seemed like he was just kind of going with the motions. You know, I'm here, but I'm just here. And something seemed off with the Briscoes. So it seemed like Jay Lethal was working way harder than everyone else. And I don't know.
2: But Do you think did. Tanahashi was more uh, more excited to be uh, backstage at Mania the following day, or
1: <laughs> I think he was more excited to just go, "Guy, can I sit down for five minutes so I get ready to talk?"
2: <laughs> Do you think when Vince was introduced to Tanahashi, he had no idea who he was? Yes, and I also don't think Vince was ever introduced to Tanahashi. Really? He's the I, guest I, I of really- one of your main eventers. Yeah.
1: I bet you Vince. I bet you Vince McMahon is like uh, Mercer Sage was at that EWI show we were at, where he was just running nuts before the event starts. I bet you that's how Vince is. Just get out of my way! Like <laughs> hey, just running rampant through
2: it all. Do you think five people knew who uh, who Tana was backstage at Mania? Ah, well, let's see Nakamura, Tanahashi, or
1: yep. er, uh, Styles. Uh, Anderson
2: and Gallows and Finn Balor. There's five. Damn you! And I mean, maybe there's more. Uh, Was there uh, any uh, crazy surprises uh, that happened after the uh, the tag title matchup? Nope.
1: Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Won it (laughs) whatsoever. I. I, uh, I, let me at least that I can remember. It did bring, bring something to my mind that I was, I was curious about. and I, I was always I wondering, do you think in a big, like post WrestleMania show, say next year, at WrestleMania, the Usos leave WrestleMania as the champions. And they say, you know, we've beat everyone on the you know, pre Probably. Cause that's where they usually are, <laughs> which is a terrible injustice. Cause they're one of the greatest tag teams in that history. And, um, they're saying, you know, we're going to shoot a challenge to anybody, and the Briscoes walk out, and nobody expects them. Oh, man. Do you think Briscoes-Usos...
2: That would be interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they should definitely burn down the, the the USO penitentiary. They would say, "No, we've actually been inside the walls and we broke them down <laughs> numerous times." So uh, that would be a a hardcore match. I would pay uh, top dollar to see. So bring it on. Uh, make it happen, Vince. Oh, hopefully
1: it just got spoken into existence. The Briscoes uh, now- murdered
2: them almost literally correct And the, the, if they ever came to the probably
1: I, I, I don't think those
2: are two
1: guys to mess around <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silas Young defeats Kenny King in a last man standing match to reclaim the TV title I went three and a half stars in this one um, a lot of good table bumps a lot of there was an awesome spot too where Silas Young was completely laid out and he wasn't going to be able to make the count. So at nine, he rolls to his side to roll out of the ring and just kind of lays on the apron with his feet on the ground. So technically he was standing. It was a, it was a pretty cool, pretty innovative idea. So I, 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 give, I tip my hat for that one. Um, end, end of the match happens where they're, they're going nuts.
0: And they're,
1: they're all underneath the ring. Beer City Bruiser has come out and gotten laid out. And Silas Young comes out from under the ring and Kenny King tries to come out, but his legs are zip tied and he can't stand up, and he can't enter the ten count.
2: So, oh, nice. Uh, you know, so
1: it was what it was. But that's was a nice decent.
2: finish. It's something different.
1: Uh, Cody, Kenny Omega, Alex, did you get to check out Cody Kenny?
2: I did. So, so you're not going to bring up the the ultimate champion of all the the squared circle making an appearance.
1: Just Austin Aries
2: on commentary.
1: I love when when they're like, Aries, why don't you go on there and help him? He's like, I just got a nice suit. I'm not here to wrestle. Then <laughs> he does go save him after anyway, but which obviously is setting up for I'm assuming a
2: freeway. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Are you a fan of a- is there. Do you think he's kind of? Do you think he kind of reached his ceiling since what his peak yeah. was maybe about two years ago or so? Yeah, I thought he, I had originally. Oh,
1: excuse me. I originally thought his peak was the All-Night Express with Rhett Titus when they were feuding with Kings of Wrestling and World's Greatest Tag Team in the Briscoes. That was some of the best four tag team uh, contests with, with those four guys in a long time. But, you know, he's, he went to TNA and he got, he got a little bit of a push there and, you know, ROH used the exposure that he got from the Bachelorette and, you know, I don't blame him for using it. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yeah. What did
2: you think of the Cody Kenny match? Uh, I I thought it was good. The the crowd was was hot. I was kind of surprised that it was um, in, in not the main event, if you will. But kudos to Ring of Honor for prop, for having their their championship uh, kind of close out the show. Um, and I'm sure they probably did the right thing too, Ryan. Since uh, I did not see the World uh, Championship match, but did their champion come out last? Cause uh, I yes. kept bringing it up at WrestleMania, their champions were not coming out last, and it was irritating the piss out of me. <laughs> but uh, yes. they kind of did it right in, in Ring of Honor. Yes. Yeah, they did. They did how they should do it. Um, I I thought this was a a, a good match. I thought this you know kind of delivered, um, upon, you know, as as quicker than than I expected for these two to clash in the ring. I I thought I still think All In would be, you know, a, a good setting for the next chapter, if not should have been the, the first, um, if they do plan to, to kind of sprawl this out a little here and there. Um, but uh, I kind of figured out on Sunday morning, though uh, me and the family went bowling um, earlier that day, and uh, after every strike, uh, I would do the Kenny Omega, you know, the, the the gun pose, what have you. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm totally Team Kenny, what does that mean since i've been been, been uh, becoming such a cody mark over the last uh 6 months if you will uh but bo- but uh both these guys were over cody uh over in in heat heats galore um hell even seeing uh what was it bernard the uh the the business bear, no, um, business uh, bear. Since, what was what was that yeah bernard the business bear Yes, yes. Uh, him kind of uh, getting uh, into the action a little bit early on, kind of distracting Omega, but again, kind of getting his camuffins muffins and uh, getting his uh, his block uh, knocked off, if you will, uh, which was uh, kind of fun to see there. But uh, I, I thought this was a, a good match. Um, you know, of course, picking up uh, in the in the final 20 minutes, um, if you will, seeing Brandy Rhodes uh, getting V-triggered onto a table. Was nice. Uh, the the uh, the front suplex onto the table. Cody delivered to, oh. to Omega on the outside. Gosh. It was brutal to watch. I rewound that a a few times. But uh, Cody um, just was was on point tonight. Uh, kind of bringing this this feud onto the next level. Um, but of course, uh, you know a little bit of foreshadowing. I would say maybe they might do for for all in. Um, especially with Flip Gordon coming down and taking Brandy Rhodes to the back after she was uh, V-triggered through that table. Uh, maybe something a little later on, uh, maybe again for September 1st, uh, if they don't continue this uh, this little uh, kind of bullet club rivalry. But, of course, the, the big news coming out of it, Ryan, was uh, the Young Bucks kind of coming out when the ref uh, was knocked down. Yeah, and they uh... –
1: They go to super kick Cody, and they miss and hit Kenny. Kenny gets the victory. Young Bucks looked distraught, too,
2: after that was over. Cody gets the victory.
1: Yeah. Did I say Kenny? Yes. I meant Cody, because they kicked Kenny. Then Cody reaps the benefits. I don't know Cody didn't even give a crap that his wife was gone. He was like, I'm going to do this match."
2: That's why, uh, especially because on Twitter, uh, they, they've been kind of doing the, the little uh, a storyline, if you will, where she's saying she wants to be uh, one of the women in the Bullet Club, and he says, I am not a fan of nepotism, you should know that. <laughs> and she kind of goes off on, on there. So definitely playing something a little forward, uh, or a little uh, more for the future to kind of continue the uh, the dissension, if you will, within the Bullet Club uh, but uh, no, no Adam Page uh, kind of coming out, which I was kind of surprised with. Um, uh, but uh, you know, this kind of setting up Bucks and and Kenny Omega, especially Kenny Omega pushing them off um, after he comes to after being double um, um Two cor- two uh, uh, crossroads, by the way, that were delivered. I thought uh, flawlessly. And he spiked them. Good yeah. God, was <laughs> that disgusting? Um, for for those of you who heard what
1: he said. Literally, Cody Rhodes put a table on its side, so it's not flat, it's on its side, and gave a front gut-buster suplex onto the side of the table to call, uh, Kenny. That <laughs> was gross. Um the Alex. murder
2: breaker that he landed
1: as yeah. well. Uh, was... I, so I was watching this with Jen, and she goes, what the hell was that? And I said, that was a murder breaker. <laughs> She said, why would anybody want to do that to somebody? I said, "You don't, people don't do that move every day. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen a vertebraker in about <laughs> 10 years. I could not believe that. Maybe, maybe the last time Homicide did a cop killer is the last time I've seen it, but I could not believe he hit Kenny Omega with a vertebraker.
2: Yeah, uh, I thought I was watching SmackDown two thousand ten or something along those lines. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I had a Reich in the ring. (laughs)
1: Um Alex, I went
2: four and three quarters on this match. This uh, this was one of my uh, three of the 4.99 five star matches. Uh, the drama was was there. I mean, this was a a nice continuation of the Bullet Club uh, dissension civil war, if you will. Um, I thought these two, you know, Hella brought it. I mean, this, this they were going at it. This match continued for ten extra minutes than what I expected. This was like Return of the King, where there were so many endings within endings, where I was like, nope, this is still going. But uh, this was definitely a fight forever scenario than, than I've seen in a while. Uh, then we get Bully Ray
1: holding Michelle hostage, tagging with Cheeseburger, only to turn on Cheeseburger. What? That was really weird. Uh, they got jumped by, I can't remember who jumped them, the War Dogs, maybe, or I don't know. Who were the war dogs? Uh, Rhett Titus and Will Ferreira. Ed
2: Ferreira's son?
1: I, you know, I don't even remember everyone in it. I, so, anyway, Bully is basically saying that, you know, you people cha- you people are screwing up wrestling with your high-flying and, you know, the ricochets and the people Hashtag like Flipboard. And uh, so he um, joke off the old idiot owner dude now comes out and he's telling him to stop and Flip Gordon comes out to make the save and Bully Ray puts Cheeseburger between his legs and he's like if you make one step toward this ring I will give this man a pile driver and if I give him a pile driver this show will get shut down. Oh this was actually before Cody and Kenny and he's like if if this happens you people will not get your Cody Kenny match that you all want. So everyone just starts booing the crap out of Bully for that one but uh he ends up just toss powerbombing cheeseburger, blah, blah, blah. He leaves. He ends up getting revoked of his commissioner or his enforcer role on the TV tapings the next night and announces he's now an active wrestler again. So I don't know where they're Did going Did he just this.
2: get a ring like the night before?
1: Yeah. He, he looked at them, he and he's like, oh, you know why I can do this? And he pulls out he goes, because I'm a WWE Hall of Famer. And everyone just booed him. And he put the <laughs> ring on
2: he is the so, master of cheap heat. He always has been. Kudos. That's awesome. Uh, then main event, Dalton Castle defeats Marty Skrull. I went three
1: and three quarters on it. I thought it was a pretty fun match. Um, a lot of back and forth. Marty Skrull, I thought for a minute legit, was going to win the title. Um, doesn't get the victory. Uh, bangering out of nowhere to get the three count. Perfectly perfectly good match. A lot of really good falsies. I enjoyed it. Not a lot to discuss out of it. Because there wasn't like anything mind blowing, but just for the sake of how good the match was, um, like I said, three and three quarters,
2: a uh, fun little show,
1: a uh, fun little show through for the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor.
2: Yeah, I uh, like I said the the beginning matches that I saw Bushi and Paige, Please go out of your way to to check that out, um, oh. as as well as if you got uh, under ten minutes. Uh, Check out Abushi and Punishment Martinez. You will be amazed not only by. It's like watching um, Drew McIntyre versus anybody in the WWE that's not. Uh, has big in their name, like a cast or a show. Uh, it was like McIntyre versus anybody. But, Shout out you know, to. A little bit Drew McIntyre
1: versus Chris Masters on Superstars.
2: One of the best oh, matches
1: I had seen. That. It was tremendous. Alex was so good. I'm telling you. I. I, I I will find it and send it to you. And you're going to go, oh, my God, Chris Masters is the best leg seller in the world. And you're, I, I'm telling you, I'm, going to, I'm I, this is a shoot, Alex. I'm telling you, this is a shoot. Somebody put me on this match, and I watched and went, holy crap, if these guys were to wrestle each other every single match, they'd be main eventers. Like, that's how good it was. I'm not kidding you. I will I will post it on the wrestling after we get off there.
0: You're funny. And, and I, you're and
1: funny. You, I post it. You need to take ten minutes and just watch it.
0: Uh-huh. And I want
1: you to text me your honest opinion on the match. And I will not be shocked if you go, Holy crap, that was really good and then you're gonna be shocked as I am.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm i I'm will we'll be it. a a couple of shock masters, if you will. Oh, I just fell to the wall. <laughs> Uh, Road uh, to Wrestling Duntaku kicks off.
1: Uh, with with their first of the big, they're doing six, six shows that all yeah. have title matches, and they're splitting the actual Duntaku into two nights, which is crazy to think about. Um, uh, real quick before we break those down, uh, you said you checked out the two main events for the first two nights. How did those go down?
2: Uh, they they were interesting. There were a couple of uh. <laughs> just a couple of 10-man tags, but what was nice is they were elimination matches, and, and over-the-top eliminations uh, counted as well, and if I uh, thought I heard correctly, uh, they haven't really done too many over-the-top eliminations in New Japan uh, in in all of its history. Is that correct? In the last couple of years, at some of the Road 2 shows, they'll do a over-the-top
1: pin or submission 10-man elimination, but they don't do them often, but they'll yeah. do... I think the last one they did was on one of the Road to New Beginning shows, which would have been back in February. So it's not very often, but they're really entertaining. Um, I believe night two was Los Nobles against Suzuki-gun, and I think the first yes. night was, was, it, was it Chaos against the Tanahashi team,
2: a Taguchi Japan that is or something. Correct. Team New Japan. Uh, uh, that that is correct. Um, and a lot of this too was the <coughs> <sorry>. <laughs> To further the uh, the, the storylines for the rest of the Road to Dantaku uh, uh, shows, especially with that first night, uh, you know, as you said, Chaos versus Team uh, New Japan, uh, kind of showcasing uh, David Finlay and and Jay White since they were the uh, the, the final twos uh, for each team, with Finley getting the uh, the win over Jay White, uh, two pins uh, now for David Finley over Jay White after going what 0 for seven, correct? uh so definitely go, getting a little bit of momentum for their uh new japan us uh heavyweight championship coming along and of course we got to, on this second night uh LIJ battling uh <clears throat> battling Suzuki Goon uh which was nice to see <laughs> uh we got to see daddy uh throw some furniture around beat some <laughs> uh young young lions uh which which is always fun uh, but uh, kind of coming down to the juniors uh, towards the end with Desperado and Hiromu Takahashi being the final two okay. with Desperado getting the, uh, the the roll up there. But it was nice to, to kind of see uh, um, Killer Elite Squad and, and Sonata and Evil kind of just beating the crap out, out of each other. Evil getting some, some nice hits. Uh, Evil and Sonata, though, coming uh, separate entrances on separate... Uh, parts of the arena, which I thought was kind of funny. I, <laughs> I don't think I've really noticed that before, but I was like, why is Sonata coming from the left and Evil's like the opposite end on, on the right there? But, uh, but you know, it is what it is. You know, of course, it was, again, furthering uh, kind of the storylines in between. Doesn't hurt anybody, you know, kind of getting the pins here. Um, and, you know, it's always nice to see Hiromu uh, being crazy as always, uh, you know, with him getting the uh, the loss to... to um, uh yeah in in the end there so it was it is what it was it, w- it was something different from my mindset seeing uh over the top eliminations in new japan uh you know that includes pinfalls and submissions so uh a little nice fun, but of course uh, the next couple of weeks is is when it what it's boiling down to
1: yes, I can't wait uh, most of these shows have a four thirty uh four thirty central time bell time um i mean we're gonna we'll be able to talk this first show next week because it happens Sunday night into Monday morning. So hopefully we can get this one down for you guys next week. But uh following following after this we're gonna have a lot of new Japan, so get ready for it. Um mm-hmm. the key matches coming out of this this first show though, uh Monday, April twenty like I said, four thirty AM start time. Main event Yoshinobu Kanamaro and El Desperado defending the junior Tags against Bougie and Hiromu. Uh... As surprising as it was that Desperado and Cardemaro came out, you know we had we had split between Lij and Rapungi, Suzuki-gun Junior's win. Then they win the three-way rematch at Sakura Genesis, which was just as awesome. And now that now we're finally getting the one-on-one, which is what I'm really excited on this. Um, Here's my first question. Then I got a fun fact for you, Alex. Uh, do Kanemaru and Despi continue their, their somewhat surprising title reign with a second successful defense here, or do Hiromo and Bushi win the belts, and do they move on perhaps at Dominion with the winners with the winner of this facing Rapungi?
2: Rapungi, um, I think I, I I think you keep it on Kanemaru and Desperado and have no, them face Rapungi so. uh, within a few weeks after that there. And, and it's a rematch too. Now, now you're looking.
1: You're at, you know, June 10th, I believe, is when Dominion is, and now you've you're giving Rapungi a rematch against the guys who took the titles from him. So I, I think that's I think that's the right idea. Um, but this should be really fun. This should be a really. And guys, what what is awesome about this is this is the main event. They're going to get like 25 minutes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I've said this for a while. Connemaro or uh, has been on point. With with everything he's doing, and Desperado is low key one of one of the most exciting juniors this year, and mm-hmm. and obviously you know you know my love for Hiromu, and Bushi always puts on a good showing, so it's gonna be really. But exciting you can't go season.
2: wrong with a few missed options, that's for sure, I mean, no. and, and that's what suzuki Goon kind of brings with these two here. So so here's a fun fact
1: for you: uh, this is the first time the IWGP Junior Tag Belts have been delivered or uh, defended, not delivered, at Corkin since March 3rd of 2013. Wow. Which was winners retaining against Liger and Tiger Mask uh, on the anniversary of that show. Uh, I think it was Tanahashi and Prince Devitt was the main event. So that's the last time Corkin has seen a tag title defense from the juniors. Um, this is also the first time that they've ever made events at Corkin since Apollo 55, which was Devitt and Ryusuke Taguchi. Uh did a Tai Dojo show uh, April 17th of 2011, Uh, so it wasn't even a New Japan show, they went and did a Tai Dojo show and defended the belts again uh, against Makoto Onishi and uh, Shiori Asahi Um, and then, here we go going back even farther uh, January 23rd I believe was this match uh, yeah, January 23rd of 2011 uh, Apollo 55 won the tag belts in the main event of a Fantastic Mania show at Corican against the Golden Lovers.
2: What? No. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. A little bit of history. Yeah, they really, really tag- cool kind of history. Wow, they've been tagging, wow, I can't believe that was 2010. Mm-hmm. And I just thought about it like four months ago, this this team. Yeah, Kenny Cotto.
1: Um, they won the belts October 11th of 2010 against Apollo 55 and then that's when they dropped them back too. And that that's match Apollo actually... 55. If, you could, if you can go back to it on the, on the New Japan Network... Um, if I have
2: three hours to kind of go in between the press conferences, <laughs> the specials, the press conferences, the matches, the press conferences... Uh,
1: Tokyo Sports gave the Golden Lovers Apollo 55 match from October 11th when Golden Lovers won. The excuse me, the match of the year in 2010, so wow. a little bit fun to watch. Um, then we get the, the semi-main, which is pretty entertaining because um, it's really hyping the, the tag titles and the IC title match coming up. Uh, Tetsuya Naito, Evil, and Sonata take on Minero Suzuki, Lance Archer, and Davey Smith. <laughs> and what's cool about this, I think, Alex, is who's the pin-eater in this match? They don't have a pin-eater in this one.
2: Lance Archer, duh. There you go. He's gonna be spitting water at that thought. Sadly, evil's the pin eater of of Lij. Unfortunately, uh, everything is booty if
1: that happens. <laughs> 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 I, I'm I'm guessing you're going the uh, the route of the Suzuki yun team for the for the victory on that one.
2: Oh, totally, totally.
1: Yeah, and and it makes sense too, because cause you're gonna you're really gonna have a lot of. A lot of intrigue coming up with what's going to happen with that tag title match, so I think that's that really kind of sets that tone but but it's 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 exciting i just my my page just completely lost all of the matches
2: <laughs> Damn. uh do you think uh red Narita picks up picks up a win that night as well uh who's Red Norita taking on uh Yoda Susuji uh yes, yes. I literally
1: just lost all of my
2: uh, my phone's not
1: working and my my computer's not working. <laughs> this is not good. Um, do you have the rest of the cards all lined up here, Alex? Uh
2: the the next night, April twenty fourth. Are we are we talking about? Yes, yes. They and but we that's the Jay White, David yes, Finley. Yes, it night. is the Jay White, Dave Finley for the IWGP uh, US Heavyweight Title. I've uh, been building this one for years, hell, even when they were in the system of the Young Alliance, uh, as we said, uh, David Finley picking up a few victories uh, the last few times, but uh, Jay White's kind of going, I believe, 7-0 uh, against Finley before that. Finley looking a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more confident, uh, but this is just a uh, service for when Jay White beats him. Uh, he looks a little bit more dominant to, to carry that strap, Correct.
1: Yes, yes, a hundred
2: percent. And then, of course, the uh, the the, the co made event on that Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, and Ryusuke Taguchi uh, will battle Chaos members Gato, Goto, and uh, Okado, aka the Rainmaker, because <laughs> of <laughs> So kind of said up for the for the big mate event uh a, a few days after this but um could be a fun uh six man tag uh I I I would say Yeah I I think those will be fun um the comes 20... up so I'm assuming we're getting a goto uh Juice Robinson for the uh open never heavyweight title correct Uh yes yes I think that comes up the 29th
1: or so um the 27th is going to be kind of It's going to be one of the ones without a title match. But a couple interesting, uh, we have an eight-man tag and a ten-man tag. Uh, Taguchi, Kushida, Juice, and Hiroshi Tanahashi take on Okada, Goto, Osprey, and Gato. And then we get the LIJ versus uh, Suzuki-Yun ten-man once again. So a little Hmm. bit of a rehash, nothing too crazy. Um, But now now we get the... uh, the Road to Wrestling 2018. The Aki no Kuni Sengoku Imaki Show. That's at Hiroshima at the Green Arena Sub-Arena. This has a fun main event. Kushida and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking out Will Osprey and Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Hashtag dive. Oh, and then we get Hiroshi go to defending the Never open weight against One Juice Robinson. So... That show is gonna be awesome. That show is gonna be awesome. We get the Lij Suzuki Goon Ten Man again, and then some some you know random undercard matches. Punky 3K against Takataichi and Izuka. Um, Yagi versus Narita in the opener. But yeah, that that tag match should be really good. If all four of those guys have their working boots
2: on, that'll be tremendous. I think
1: Juice is gonna beat Godo, man. I think Juice is about the to
2: ride. Since the ladies don't care that Goto has a title or not, while they await his presence after a New Japan event, uh, Juice <laughs> Robinson, on the other hand, uh, definitely, uh, I would say, uh, deserves in a weird way, uh, but just for for kind of putting himself over, if you will, not only with his ring ethic, but his, uh, you know, just kind of his his uh, morale with the crowd and how you know they they've been such juice heads. Uh, over the last year and a half, or at least since I've, you know, kind of seen the evolution of of One Juice Robinson in New Japan. Uh, I mean, this is just a thank you for busting your ass for kind of going through the system. Here's the open, never wait uh, title.
1: Yeah, I, I hope that happens. And, you know, he wrestled once, Kodo got the best of him. And over the course of the year he's he's gotten a couple pinfalls. I hope it happens. I really a do.
2: transitional test, if you will, too, in, in Gato's eyes, to see if Juice will be ready within a year, you know, maybe for the I C title, if you will, or even the IWGP US heavyweight championship, right? Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a great starter for him to see where he can
1: go. And I I look I think he can carry it. I I think he's he's good enough that he... He's got the crowd behind him, man. I mean, it's
2: yeah. it's not a lot of skill. He's getting banners, I mean, he's, man. He's getting a lot of banners out there. The crowd's hot for him. The crowd's hot for him, and and I think he deserves the rub.
1: I really do. Uh, now, now we move it. This this one's really interesting to me. Um, so Sunday, April twenty ninth, I believe it's like a one a.m. start time. Uh, this is a, this is in uh, Kumamoto. The Wrestling Hino Kuni show is happening second year in a row. We're getting uh, three, four awesome matches. I'm going to start from the bottom and work to the main. Uh, Bushi in a special singles match taking on El Desperado, and then Hiromu in a singles match taking on Yoshinobu Kanemaru. I think those matches are going to be Tremendous!
2: What do you think of those two singles? <laughs> what do I think of those two singles? Uh, <laughs> Sign me up for those two singles. Uh, no, that's... I mean, that, to me, that's the match I'm I'm looking forward to is, is Minoru and Mr. Tetsuya Knight. So that's uh, two angry-ass ass hosses, uh, you know, battling for their yard. This is my Undertaker Brock Lesnar of New Japan, if you will. Um...
1: Uh, So, you know, 2015 was uh, the last time the Hidokuni was on the Dontaku schedule. Uh, Makabe defeated Ishii for the never-open weight on this show. Uh, Tenzan also defended the NWA world title against the man, the myth, the legend, Alex. Big Daddy Yum Yum. That was on that show.
2: (laughs) Hey, speaking of Tenzan, uh, watching All Japan, I thought uh, half the wrestlers were, were Tenzan. <laughs> uh, semi-main event: Evil
1: and Sonata defending the tag team titles uh, against the Killer Elite Squad. I'm excited for that. Um, if it's going to be a big boss war like it was last time, sign me the hell up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be good. But the main event, this match has match of the year credentials written all over it, and I'm overhyping it because I'm confident.
2: because I I talked about it one segment beforehand, sorry. (laughs) IWGP Intercontinental Championship, which is now in my hands that I'm holding on to. Uh, My
1: daddy left this in the studio, but he's going to have to come back and collect it and bring it with him um, to uh, Kumamoto. So I'm going to set it back down before daddy gets mad at me. Minoru Suzuki defending against Tetsuya Naito. Here's some interesting backstory for me on this, Alex. This is what makes this match... um, Obviously, when I when I say I'm hyping this match to be match of the year caliber, I'm going as far as talking storyline, because just wow. like Okada Naito were great, but it wasn't the greatest. Or well, if you paid attention to the storylines, it made the match. Um, last year on the equivalent of the show on the tour for Naito, he defended the IC against Juice Robinson, and uh, ironically, w- which he you know he he said was a disappointment. Um, they did it at Beppu Beacon Plaza. He couldn't sell it out. So Naito didn't sell out an IC title offense on this, this leg of the tour last year, which what leads to, once again, why Okada is still champion, is as hot as he was, he didn't sell everywhere. You know, it's, certain areas didn't sell for the Naito. Uh, Naito yeah. even said that he's disappointed and that it might even be harder for him to sell out uh, than the Tokyo Dome, because we know the Tokyo Dome, he was hot. So he was upset about that. Once again, he finds himself in the IC title this year, uh, his challenger instead of the champion. Uh, and he wanted a second chance to try to sell out Beppu, um, but obviously they're not running there. Instead, he's going to get a better chance now, where the Grand Messe in Kumamoto is a much bigger building than Beppu uh, Bethu Beacon Plaza was. So him and Suzuki have a chance to do better business than he did last year on this show, which hmm. I think in turn, if it, it's tremendous for the two of them, uh, I don't think it's going to be that hard. No, this the audience is, has been I,
2: hot ever since Taichi was dragging Naito, you know, uh, you know, from the, <laughs> the ramp there. Yep, uh, with, you know, with Suzuki becoming increasingly infuriated by
1: Naito's behavior, how he would ignore him. Um, And in in a strange new role, he was demanding to face Naito as his challenger instead of somebody coming out and challenging Suzuki. So that's another role taking in that I'm really excited. Ah. Um, Naito has no real use for the IC title. Um, When he had it in the first place, breaks his silence and says that this belt had more worth when I was just throwing it around than you do holding the title. So there's a lot of animosity between the two that makes it really exciting for me.
2: Um, but I think this is going to
1: be, I think this match is going to be great. I think this is a chance to steal the tour. Um,
2: Yeah, no, this one, uh, for sure is, is going to be a, a ball busting. Literally how many nutshots do you think will happen, um, in, in this match alone, (laughs) but, uh, it's, it's going to be a, a beautiful brawl. Um, it wouldn't surprise me If uh, over under uh, Two table spots that we see With these two uh, These two uh, ragamuffins I mean probably I mean
1: this is it's, What's good is this is going to be a war But there's going to yeah. be great wrestling
0: And there's going
1: to be a lot of great Falsies that are really going to make Everyone go Ugh. I, To me It makes sense to continue the title reign For Minero Suzuki Yes, because I still at some point Naito's got to get on the street to get his rematch with Okada. But mm-hmm. also,
2: if you have Naito lose now, that's just another loss for him. So,
1: which that's what this
2: year's kind of been for him.
1: And I don't think it's a bad thing because he's still over. He's Correct. still over. Yeah.
2: This is, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of a way of a dream match, if you will. I mean, two prevalent heels, two two huge factions over the last year. You know, kind of since their arrivals, you know, uh, in in twenty seventeen, um, kind of making their their marks, and and for them to find a, their leaders clash, if you will. Um, it's this is kind of uh, stuff that that dreams. Uh, are made for for wrestling. Marks uh, are are made for. So this is going to be a war. I don't even think if the, if there was the title doesn't mean anything. I would say if you ask ninety nine percent of the fans, I think it's just Naito and Suzuki alone sell sell this match. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. Um, it means four. that much, guys. Seriously, this match. Uh, comparable <laughs> to the uh, next match uh, and the uh, yeah. the next event, uh, uh, it's just two heavy hitters.
1: Wrestling Duntaku goes to the Fukuoka Convention Center, which is a 15,000 seat venue, which is always wow. a, so it's always big. But they're splitting the two nights here, which really intrigues me. Um, I'm wondering if Cody and Paige just couldn't make Wrestling Hino Kuni, and that's why. This show is booked the way it is because a part of me thinks that maybe they should have ran Naito Suzuki day one instead of the Hinokuni, but maybe they're just banking on it here. Um, previous main events before this, um, 2017 Okada defended the, uh, the heavyweight title against Fale, 2016 Naito made his only successful heavyweight defense against Ishii. In 15, we got Goto beating Nakamura for the IC, and then in 2014, Styles defeated Okada for the heavyweight title after Ujiro betrayed Chaos and joined the Bullet Club. So, those those are kind of the the history of the the main events here. Wow.
2: I mean, if you want to go a little
1: bit before it, Okada def- beat Suzuki defending the title. The year before that, Okada defended the title against Goto. Tanahashi defended the title, that's Nakamura. And then in 2010, Makabe defeated Nakamura to win the heavyweight title. So there's
2: been some big matches. Yeah, no, there's been some phenomenal matches for sure. But I I kind of uh, like that scheduling uh, thing that you kind of brought into. But um, I would say, uh, what was I going to say here? Uh, This is kind of like a strictly Bullet Club uh, type of event, if you will. Uh, Night one, it, it seems like. It's like the well, NWO have, sold outs for New Japan, if you will. You you have the the big ten or the big uh, six man tag, yeah.
1: Which <laughs> which is uh, of Destiny and Bad Luck Fale taking on the Young Bucks and Marty Skrull for the never open weight six man titles. Uh, we, they do the the Lij Suzuki Gun ten man again. Uh, Kushida Tanahashi Osprey Okada again. Korobushi Cody Rhodes. In a 60-minute match, match. doesn't happen. Uh, They never do 60-minute non-title matches. So that means they're going to probably go Mm -hmm. like you said. And their Wrestle Kingdom match was so good. Mm -hmm. And then the main event, guy that we've just been talking about really getting a chance to show out, Adam Page in the main event against the cleaner Kenny Omega.
2: (laughs) This is on my
1: radar. My gosh. Is... You know, and you kind, of, you kind of said these words, but I love the fact that this literally is Captain America, Iron Man, Civil War.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ken Cody, people don't know what sides they're taking. Guys, comic, Demetrius, you're listening. Think about it. This Bullet Club feud is literally the Marvel Civil War arc.
2: Is what yeah. It's tremendous. It's tremendous uh lariats versus v triggers is what i dubbed this match this is going to be really <laughs> really awesome um then we
1: get night two i feel like they may hit ten thousand fans in the building for this night your final oh, yeah. three matches ladies and gentlemen we get the team of tangaloa tamasanga bad luck kota ibushi and kenny omega Taking on the Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, Hangman Page, and Cole. <laughs> that is it's so intriguing. What could happen? I didn't take a drink for that. I I love it. Then we get sixty minute time limit IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Will Osprey defending against Kushida, who he needs to beat, just like he needed to beat Marty.
2: That's going to be awesome.
1: And then obviously Main event GP championship Kazuchika Okada going for title defense Number 12 against Hiroshi Tanahashi <laughs> I, uh, These cards Are going to blow my mind With how good they can be
2: There's a chance that we have like Four match of the year contenders on this show uh, Will Ospreay Kushida is definitely going to be on my radar. Kushida is going to bring uh, the Hoverboards, the DeLoreans, uh, the, the, the new Pepsi, uh, the Pepsi 2s, uh, everything, and the kitchen sink. Hell, the Chicago Cubs 2015 uh, sports almanac even. Uh, that That's going to be a match. I, I cannot wait. Hopefully, Ospreay uh, has a little bro- bit of rest period, especially since his last uh, – a title defense there, or I should say a match against, um, uh, yeah. Anywho. Uh, so Mark. I'm looking for a nonstop, uh, uh, battle from, from those two on the, uh, night two there. Okada, Solid. as of today,
1: 662 consecutive days as champion. Wow. That's incredible. Going for title defense number 12. I cannot wait. Do you think the story that they've told that that,
2: Do you think it's a lock Okada wins or do you think there's a chance that Tanahashi wins? I think it's a lock Okada wins. I think this is definitely a a passing of the torch. I think Tanahashi will eventually just kind of keep running these, these team, New Japan teams, uh, if you will. I don't know if it's a sense of retirement or, or, or whatnot, but I think it's just him kind of taking a backseat for a while, especially after the lingering injuries he's had over the last a uh, couple of years, it seems like I think he's just going to, you know, this is the big match for the year for him, and maybe make some noise uh, back up in the fall with the G1.
1: Make some noise, Xbox. I love it. Uh, wrestling, uh, wrestling and Taku is going to be great. I cannot wait for the shows to get kicked off here uh, next next Sunday night. Oh, man. New Japan's back. Thanks for the layoff, New Japan. <laughs> Uh, we get you in our last break. We come back, moving into hour number three here. We got Raw and SmackDown, the first shows of the new season, uh, post WrestleMania shows. We're talking them. We're also going to talk a little superstar shakeup. Who should go? Who shouldn't go? What do we want to see happen? I'm excited. We got some WWE coming at you. Don't go away.
2: Missing out on an
0: awesome Uh-oh. show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite
1: artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? We got you covered. From WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking to Bone Soldiers and Enzo Amoris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this.
0: Everything is evil.
1: Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host, Alex Mello, each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Beauty Network.
0: Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susan. Ryan is going to love this hat.
2: Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop.
1: Let's call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just talked to that girl two hours ago. You gotta let love marinate. Put love in that bag. Marinate. Mmm, love gonna be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinates, you no. are oh, gonna pull it out. JB, who's Alexa? Say it! Say it, JB!
0: You Alexa, that's like I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys. But I'll take it from here. <laughs> Yeah!
1: I hope everybody in Demetrius' work
2: just got scared from that. Wow. <laughs> Man, um, if they were allowing dogs in the mall, they they probably would have uh, went all over the lids. <laughs> Take
0: like that, The, the official
2: death. dog call. What's your dog ass?
1: Um, <laughs> you
0: know, I
1: chose the Matt Hardy entrance because I'm going to honestly say for the first time in probably four years, three, four years, I am interested in Bray Wyatt again. What? I, and I loved the whole when he's like, oh, hello, Brother Nero, and he's talking to Jeff. He's like, he's like, oh, hey, guys. And, you know, and Ballard and Rollins are like, what was that about? And he's like, oh, it's nothing, and just keeps walking. Like, I love how it, they acted like they've known each other for, like, a decade, you know? And, like, it was not unnormal to any of them how how goofy the three of them were acting with with Jeff throwing in the delightful and the buzzwords to it and I went okay maybe they got something here but here's what scares me it's, does Bray
2: Wyatt turn tonight <laughs> uh, well uh, according to the Oracle uh, the Meltzer of Dave um, and Bray Wyatt kind of asking uh, woke Matt Hardy if he uh, was correct about the, the inner turmoils, but of course, uh, I, I don't think he'll turn now. Um, not not for a while. I think you kind of rolled this out. You don't want a Daniel Bryan and Wyatt family, the whole situation. I forgot situation. about that sanity coming up and Bray Wyatt taking over sanity idea. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Look, I...
1: For one, I don't think Sanity needs Bray Wyatt. I think no, putting Bray Wyatt with Sanity is a stupid idea because he's not even he's nothing to do with what Sanity does. These guys come out with me- like 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 garb over their face, awesome like the music
2: vigilantes. <laughs> That's
1: they come out to you know, but but like what does Bray Wyatt do? That the, Bray Wyatt's all calm and relaxed and skipping and. Sanity's like, Rah! you know, and Big Game was <laughs> like, <laughs> is that the music? That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Dickie Cross is eating turnbuckles like George Steele. Like, Free white, is nice. <laughs> um, But anyway, yeah. So uh, let's, let's, we can start up at the top here with it. Um, we see in the opening concept. Now, obviously, op- with opening promo, uh, Stephanie McMahon coming out and saying Rousey's her friend, and then Rousey about breaks her arm, and kind of gives her that. And eh, I don't care. What was that kind of a a letdown segment? Or were you happy with that segment coming off of how hot the Mania match was?
2: I was happy with it just because it, it gets Stephanie off of TV uh you know probably until the lead up into the uh the Summer Slam match here within a few months so i i was kind of happy with with how it played out it made uh Ronda look good hell i'm surprised those words are coming out of my mouth right now cool. to be honest uh, especially with the build up leading up to the uh to the showcase of the immortals but uh, i'm all in <clears throat> if you will on on this Ronda Rousey thing <laughs> on, on the WWE so I I was fine with it. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too. You know, Rhonda doesn't need to be out here every week either. Uh, You know, this is something where she could be utilized as an attraction. I don't even know if she'll be on the, you know, on the Superstar Shake-Up because let's be real, she's probably going to be only on on the Monday nights there. So.
1: Now, here's the question, though: if they're going to set her up to wrestle Charlotte at next year's Mania, which is rumored that it may main event. Is this the case where she just wins the Rumble then next
2: year and then does the Oscar route and chooses Charlotte instead of her own brand? I would say so. Um, you know, of course, the, the rumblings of Charlotte moving to Mondays, I think, would put it way too much on the nose. Uh, and and that'll be kind of hard to, to separate those two for a full year. Uh, but, yes, I think that is a way where you have Rousey, kind of John Cena, her way to a Rumble win. To then uh, eventually main eventing WrestleMania next year.
1: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. But I really hope hold that character.
2: I hope we get a Rousey match
1: at like Backlash or something coming up or, or soon. Like, I want to see her get in the ring again and just see how she does in a five minute TV match. You know what I mean? I just,
2: Alicia Fox I, I, is available. I'm sure she would mind knocking uh, knocking her around for. Yeah, a let's go. Hey, and Alicia
1: Fox is a bad enough bee that she'd fight her.
2: I <laughs> mean, we've seen at least
1: unsafely take care of
0: our opponents over the years. Yep. <laughs> no, um, I thought the
2: crowd was hot for the opener. Uh, they they were definitely behind uh, Rousey, uh, especially after the, the gut punch forward from the uh, from the mixed tag match at Mania the night before. The na-na-na matches. What I thought was great, though, was when JoJo asked the audience, we both looked at each other, uh, when she said to pay a little respect for Stephanie McMahon as she was kind of getting carried out. I thought that was brilliant. Whoever fed that to her to get more cheap heat uh, was was wonderful. Kudos. Uh, delightful. That was great. That was fun. Uh we match, we see
1: Bliss and James come out talking more snacks. Nia Jax comes out and brings out the debuting Ember Moon, who gets victory for her team with the eclipse on Alexa Bliss thoughts on that opening contest
2: man she got eclipsed right uh, right over to Tuesday nights uh, unfortunately but uh, a, a fun tag match um, I, I hope that wasn't the last of Little Miss Bliss on Monday nights uh, of course, only time will tell tonight and tomorrow during the Superstar Shakeup. But I thought a good debut for for Ember Moon. Uh, an interesting tag team. I don't want to uh, make my uh, stakes on a why they were teamed up. Uh, Vince <clears throat> Vince McMahon, uh, but uh, a, a good team none, nonetheless and a good debut. Solid debut for for Ember Moon.
1: Dempter said there could be heat there too seeing Foxy got into it with Ronda's husband.
2: Exactly, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why it would be a perfect match there. Man, if if Ronda
1: Rousey's in the ring and she calls on Alicia Fox, Alicia Fox is going to come out with a shopping cart and uh, with, with Dre and Cube playing like with Natural <laughs> Boy and Kim is playing like New Jack.
2: Oh, man. She's going
1: to... She going come out throwing stuff in the ring, playing the guitar. Like I hope that happens. I don't know why New Jack came to my head. Then uh, we get another debut. Uh,
2: John Skyler making his Raw debut. Yeah,
0: excited yes.
2: for John uh, Skyler. I was excited to see uh, um, the, the, his finisher, the, the Skyler to the Moon, uh, but unfortunately we did not uh, see that since no way, Jose. Uh, <laughs> Samba his way out Or or whatever the hell Adam Rose imitation he was doing Conga line (laughs) sorry He just said let's go
1: for the female New Jack (laughs) I hope we have like Six people listening like who's John Schuyler I wonder if they're going to say who his indie Name was after uh, (laughs) 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 Um, Then we find out that uh, Nicholas cannot defend the tag titles because his schedule doesn't help. Scheduling uh,
2: conflicts.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> bon has I, <laughs> I still have Billy Kimman tweeted, I wonder if the boys in the back are going to be mad that Nicholas is a part-timer. <laughs> 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 but, but, but uh, they announced that there will be the bar will take on the winner of a, a mini tournament. I believe at the Saudi Arabia greatest Royal Rumble show and not backlash. First match in, we see the Revival defeat the club.
0: Nice. Uh, and obviously, late
1: on in the show, as we mentioned, uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy defeat Titus
2: Worldwide. So we will be getting Revival versus the House Hardy tonight. Why is Just the Revival make- and the club only getting under five minutes in a match, by the way? That's the, the stupidest, uh, biggest atrocity of uh, the last week in wrestling. Am I Am I wrong? You know what I you know what I hope
1: happens is somehow their contract expires and at like at all in we see Kenny and Cody like being like facing off and then all of a sudden we see machine gun Carl Anderson come out going, Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa.
1: Forget who started this thing with Prince Devitt Everyone's like,
2: Yeah, machine whoa. gun. I thought you were gonna say hashtag F T R No, Prince Nevitt. <laughs> Prince Nevitt.
1: Uh Sasha Banks defeats Mandy Rose in a one-on-one contest. Uh, more just setting What's up. What's your favorite for,
2: Mandy Rose match, by the way? Uh, the Elimination Chamber. Oh. That was the. F- That's the first thing it's that came to out, but all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose training session with Sarah Lee
2: on Tough Enough. <laughs> Uh was there no way Jose set up to fail, do you think? Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean the crowd was hot
1: for him, but it's postmania. Mania. We'll see what happens, you know, tonight if he comes out. Yeah. I you know he, he here's here's the thing with the way Jose I look at. Is I feel like he's a gimmick that Vince McMahon's like, Oh yeah, this guy's awesome.
2: Like Vince McMahon loves the gimmick. And that's why he's still getting... Because he's not a bad worker, but the gimmick... No, is he's, such- he's good. He's, he's got good crowd response, but just that gimmick can only go so long. That,
1: and that's, that's where I'm kind of going to. like. Doesn't that feel like a Vince gimmick that he just thinks is just tremendous?
2: He's like, well, Fandango didn't work, and the Rosebuds didn't... You know, like, what, what's any difference? You added 12 people to this conga line? That's going to make it even worse, Vince. Come on. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued to see where this is going to go
1: with it. Um, then we see Slater and Rhino. doesn't matter if you got kids, Slater, because the authors of Pain come in and, and
2: get oh quick Oh, my thing. gosh.
1: And they shun away precious Paul Ellering. Is this, do you think this is okay, Um,
2: Ellering, not with AOP? Or do you think, think...
1: once oh, you start cutting promos, it's going to hurt?
2: I think it was too soon. I I think it's something you kind of lead to. Um if you know you don't have your NXT watchers, uh you know it probably wouldn't have the same impact, but I was kind of bummed i, I inside when they they kind of, you know, was like, "Hey, your our our time is done." Um you know, I I was a little heartbroken. I think it will kind of, you know, halt them in certain situations since, you know, Ellerling was was fantastic on the mic, or Ellering, sorry, but my thing is, or the one thing I'm happy they didn't do, Ryan, was do the uh, the beatdown. They just said, hey, thanks. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not sorry, but, but we have to grow on our own, so I kind of like that aspect where it's like, okay, it's us now, thanks for getting us to the dance, but it's on us now. At least that was my interpretation But I think it's someone that they, they might need uh, You know, kind of when they start Building them up a little bit more I do
1: think that's a really good point That they didn't just, you know, do the beatdown Because that's so WWE Like, mm-hmm. I'll just have them beat the power of their manager and then they'll be done with
2: it I was I'm glad I'm kind that of that- seeing it for the third time I was like, oh, I, I see it as a, a sign of respect Hey, we're not beating you down Thank you, but Let's move on We don't need you anymore,
1: yeah um, and then obviously the main event, we get Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and Jeff Hardy taking on the Mizterage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your laugh, you're so give, do you give no crap over the,
2: <laughs> I mean, Jeff Hardy in the back was kind of cool, you know, kind of running into Matt Hardy, but this did nothing, this did nothing. Yeah.
1: It was, I mean, it was a perfectly acceptable wrestling match, but I, I'm assuming this means that this is Jeff Hardy getting put into
2: the IC title
1: picture. Um, and yeah, it kinda I mean, we... that,
2: that kind of solved our question that we had on on the show last week. You know, how do you interject uh, Jeff Hardy uh, with uh, Woken, uh, Matt, and, and Bray <laughs> Wyatt there? And, you know, I was it's like, a... <laughs> move him on to a secondary title. And that's kind of what they got to do. Really? Like, hey... <laughs> Is huh? this not little
1: is this not literally what Jeff Hardy said was I mean Matt's cool but I just want Jeff there because he's he can
2: draw and he can work for us. Yes.
1: Like this yeah. is one of these he still gets the still say
2: pops. Yeah, like, even though he's popping those those breathalizers, he's still popping those crowds as well, which is <laughs> more important for them. Uh Owens versus Zayn for a spot on the raw roster. What did you think of this uh classic clash uh for the last time?
1: Oh, I realized I didn't even write that match down. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, is that, I, don't, I don't hate the match or I've done against the match, but it's just like...
2: Kill, sting, kill, man.
1: <laughs> they, it ended in the worst way possible. <laughs> nobody won. Like, does that mean nobody gets a contract and they got to go to is TNA? Is back? I just... <laughs> Shout-out to Kurt Angle, by the way. I heard TNA is looking for tag teams. Yeah. Shout-out to them. <laughs> that was funny. But... Look, like I get it. You're 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 delaying this a little longer, and you're getting to do more. But it just, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm over the angle, because this whole thing has been going on since like October,
2: and this with, thing has been going yeah. on for the last two years since their quote-unquote last match they ever faced each other before the last Superstar Shakeup, to save the least.
1: Well, and, and on top of it, like, like, you know, what I mean is the, the angle. Like this angle has been going on yeah, since yeah. the the Shane Owens thing in October,
2: and unfortunately, you can't go this
1: long with a storyline in WWE when you have a show every week. Like it just
2: sometimes it runs its course, and this thing has run its course. I'm just going I'm just over it. Agreed. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. They should go to NXT, right?
1: <laughs> that'd be kind of would be kind of interesting. Like regal, we, we have nothing else to do. And then Pete Gunn comes out to get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, Smackdown. Anything else on Raw you want to
2: do? You got it, or you want to go to Smackdown? Um, I mean, for your thoughts, I, I, I thought it was a little bit better uh, post Mania show than, than last year. Um, oh. you know the the TNA uh, quotes, the the call ups, I thought was great. Um, seeing one Bobby Lashley, uh, with that suplex on, on, um, that was on awesome. Elias was, was uh, that kind of got me on board where I was like, ah, beep, where I was like, I, I kind of like that spot. Now, were you surprised that he actually did get a pop like that when he came back? I was, I was, to be honest with you. Uh, apparently those people watch TNA Impact Wrestling Anthem Global Force uh, when I didn't, um, but for me, this I guess I'll have to give it a try, give it a chance. I thought he
1: had a good run. I thought he had a nice
2: little impact run. Him and Drew McIntyre had some really good matches. He looked Um, a little smaller, not in a bad way, meaning like his his mid-frame. So, I mean, he looked like he could move around a little bit more. Like where he seemed bogged down with his muscle upon muscle, uh, but but he looked uh, he looked a little bit more uh, lean, if you will. And like you said, that
1: suplex was incredible, and the fact that he like jumped and had the guy actually laying on the and it was I've never seen that before. Like that was
2: yeah. that's what I've never seen before.
0: So that, that was made awesome. me
2: perk up. Uh, as long as he doesn't dominate Lesnar, a la Goldberg, I, I think with that you know being the impending feud next. For Brock Lesnar post the greatest Royal Rumble ever um, Which by the way is next year is going to be the Greatest Royal Rumble ever too Uh, But anyways (laughs) um, uh, I I was happy to Kind of see that this will be interesting Kind of where it goes What's up Marketing didn't think that name through they got to (laughs) do a kid next (laughs) (laughs)
0: Whoops
2: (laughs) We'll see what other Country wants to give us a millions of dollars for, For TV rights uh, but no, uh, anything from you, from Raw? You know, any any new talent you think will make a splash uh, long term? Any talent that you think will fizzle out on a Monday nights? I think, think more Lashley, so. I think Lashley's gonna win
1: this Rumble thing.
2: This Rumble they're doing. Okay. You don't think one of their guys will win it? One of is there Saudi Arabian guys? Yeah. There's got to be,
1: right? Uh,
2: And I also, I'm
1: predicting the great Khali's going to be in this thing, too.
2: (laughs) I hope so. Good God. He's going to come out doing his ghetto
1: hand thing.
0: And he's doing that thing coming out. And everyone's like, oh, my God. That dude from the longest yard. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Oh, Tuesday nights.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Usos defeat the New Day to get the tag team title shot against the Bludgeon Brothers. Fun match. I hope. I hope one of these teams gets moved to Raw because I'm. I don't want it to happen anymore.
2: Like they have great matches, but it's
1: just like enough is enough. You know. Uh,
2: I, I'm going to do my homework and my due diligence for Russell Radio. I'm going to see how many times the Usos and New Day have fought. Since a new day went to SmackDown, so essentially for-, oh, I can't wait for over under over under twenty times TV and pay per view, Ryan over under twenty. I I think I'm gonna go the under, but I'm
1: scared to say the under because as egregious <laughs> matches are in a 52 week calendar year, I think there's a chance that it could be more than
2: that. Now, I was gonna, you gonna 15, count 15. First off. But I was like, Are I you, might raise it to twenty. Contest? What's that?
1: One on one contest
2: count too? Ooh, um, yes. no, because then we'll probably be double. My God, if forty or fifty two
1: weeks was those guys wrestling, I I may stop watching this company. <laughs> That's like the epitome of I don't. I have forty guys. What do I do? Book the same five? Okay. That's literally what that is. Like it's no, no. <laughs> uh, what else we got Tuesday night? Uh Naomi defeats Natalia. Natalia bitter. She didn't get the trophy with the ribbons on it. Uh Naomi though gets the W. Were you ex- were you did this match do anything for you? uh oh, I think we lost Alex. Oh, Alex just dropped. <sighs> Unfortunately, Alex will probably not be able to get back in since we are in overtime here. Um, I'll break down the rest of the SmackDown card for you, and then we'll head off for the evening. Then we see Charlotte come out and cut a promo. And the iconic duo, or now known as the Iconics, Billy Kane, Peyton Royce, come out. And they beat the rap out of Charlotte. I'm talking they power bombed her on the floor. They threw her into the steps, into a ring post, into the barricade. They hit her with some crazy moves in the ring. I mean, this was a complete, complete beatdown. After the beatdown, out comes Carmella. She cashes in the money in the bank briefcase, hits a super kick, and gets the championship. We have a new woman's champion in Carmella. I was not expecting it. I was expecting Oscar to win the night before, or excuse me, two nights before in which I thought she would cash in then and lose.
2: They went with it.
1: They gave it to her. Kudos to her. Let's see what you can do with the strap. It was, I mean, the segment we got a huge pop. I mean, there's not much else to say it. Um, Randy Orton defeats Bobby Roode and Rusev in a three way to get the title shot at the greatest Royal Rumble ever. Uh, Mediocre match. I went two and a quarter. I wasn't. I wasn't too into it. Uh, then in the main event, this match was really good, and it was on pace to really do some damage on my record book. Daniel Bryan took on AJ Styles. Uh, obviously, we saw earlier in the show. Page is the new general manager. We kind of talked about it earlier with uh, Lance Storm's tweet. Daniel Bryan, though, took on AJ Styles. It was a tremendous match going. Nakamura does a run-in, takes out Daniel Bryan, and hits AJ Styles with, like, six low blows. So we'll see where this goes after the uh, the Nakamura interference. Uh, I'm sure we'll get another match with AJ and Nakamura. Where does Daniel Bryan stand in this? I don't know. I'm really upset that, they, that the match ended this way, but I get it you don't want to give this match away and not, you know, you don't want Daniel Bryan to lose. And obviously you don't want AJ Styles to lose. So I understand they, they booked themselves into a predicament where they can't do anything. So I understand that. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a fun little match. It was cool. It was what it was. That was your SmackDown. Uh, we'll be back, I think Friday or Saturday night. And we're going to do kind of a post superstar shakeup show, maybe only an hour and just kind of talk about the moves Dabble into a little bit and kind of use that as a lead-in for next Monday when we really break it all down. Once again, we appreciate y'all sticking with us. 700 episodes on this Blog Talk channel. I can't believe we've done that. You guys have been crazy awesome with the with the support. We continue to grow. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Radio, tune in as always for it. Tomorrow night, SportsCast Radio, myself and Jordan will be coming at you with some playoff talk from NBA and NHL. Has some extra stuff. Wednesday, culture as always. Um, Soda Sound Radio will be taking a little bit of a hiatus, so they will not be on Thursday. But we will, that's why we will get you some extra content throughout the week. Like I said, myself and Alex, we'll be back with a, with a special WrestleCast. Um, we'll have some other fun stuff coming down the pipeline that we're going to be experiencing and uh, checking out. Uh, once again, uh, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. It was, it was a great weekend in wrestling. Wrestling on Taku next week. This stretch of shows is going to be tremendous. Every night has something worth watching. So pay attention. If you don't, New Japan will get it. Uh, Also, I'll carnival. Uh, They got a nice little subscription service, uh, agpw.tv. Champions Carnival has been fun. Can't wait to finish it off. So appreciate you all staying with us. Uh, It's always a pleasure. We'll catch you all next Monday. Uh, Otherwise, potentially, like I said, maybe this weekend we might pop back in, and give you another hour. Have a good one. Peace out.